What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight we're here to celebrate our very special, very official fact checker stand down because this is the actual episode 300. I'm your host. I already introduced myself. I'm Resident Daryl, in case I haven't said that already. And I am here with my good friends and the podcast panel moving forward. Pay attention, 300 listeners. All right, we have. T Diddy in the house. What's up, brother? May your dick be forever hard and standing up and pointing upwards. I literally said stand down. That is the opposite. See, we're already not on the same page. <laughs> you know, there was a survey done saying that most young people between the ages of 20 and 30 have a hard time getting erect. And, uh, you know, I was just trying to give some, uh, you know, some encouragement to those guys. You know, it's like, I'm just assuming that, like, you know, they've watched like either some really like enjoyable porn, like where the guys like finish really quickly, or there's something going on that's really weird, or it's like the girls are just talking a little too dirty. It's like, ooh, I like the way you hold that controller. Well, Daryl, this has been a great run. Um, All good things must come to an end. Good night, everybody. Episode 300 and done. I literally don't know what to do with that. You guys heard it. It is the Maticon. What's up, brother? Oh, this is going to be a fun night. Well, <laughs> somebody came in here standing at attention, ready to do the show tonight. All right. We have our gaming gal, Kalai. How you doing? Good. Do you need to erect yourself before you check yourself? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this isn't even a punishment episode. All right. <laughs> you guys are really bringing the jokes in firmly tonight all right and then we have <laughs> our punk rock brother oh, what's up you? Hi, how you doing? <laughs> hey i just play music and i talk about playstation and no boners put down the spanish fly and step away from the dirty magazine tv come on oh my now. gosh the spanish fly so here's a, here's a funny thing for you guys i got a story I about that oh <laughs> lord i bet you do to the surprise of no one <laughs> oh. Uh, I went back in preparation for our honorary 300th episode. That's right, Jared. Here's looking at you. Number 300 on the dot. We didn't go over. We didn't go under. And (laughs) I was listening to old Loot Bros podcasts. And my gosh, I think I must have just picked all the farts and all the wiener jokes. Like I must have just going back in time. I was like, "Mm, listen to that one. (laughs) Oh, my wiener. Oh, my wiener. Oh, gosh. (laughs) We have not changed at all. (laughs) <laughs> despite me trying to make you change despite no transitioning here ladies and gentlemen so this is loot bros podcast this is your general video game and nonsense podcast moving forward guys from 300 on there's a couple things that are going to change so we're going to start the show off as per usual with a toast or we just lost matt just like that guys they're dropping like flies <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start the show off with a toast and then we're going to go over the future run of the show tonight. It's business as usual. We're going to give you something fun, something familiar and apparently something fun and exciting per Thomas. So if you guys will raise your cans and your glasses with us, by the way, in case you're listening to this on your podcast platform provider of choice, we're 
on video uh, on YouTube now. So here we go. Showing off my, I don't even know what I got here. My Kiwi Guava Sparkling Celsius. We're going to toast to our fallen brothers. All the podcast hosts of old. We're going to toast to the future. We're going to toast our Patreon producers, Maticon, who just just disappeared in in the emergency. Uh, we have MZ Nitro. My name is Mayo and Sadik. Thank you guys so much, and thank everybody who has listened to an episode of Loot Bros Podcast. All of our side shows, our spinoffs, our BS. Like I went back in time in preparation for this, and my God, I've put you through a lot, and I apologize. I just got it all over my keyboard already. <laughs> so I'm drinking a nice red wine to bring some class. Classing up the joint? Well, I'm glad somebody's going to. So, Daryl, what are you drinking? Uh, Celsius. Um, sparkling water with caffeine and kiwi guava. Did they run I think out it's of- actually green tea in there as well. Did they run out of drinks for men at the store? <laughs> they did. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, I have, I have know, green tea with honey, by the way. There you go. Hey, so, the, you know, if you, I don't know if you've noticed things uh, here recently in 2023, Will, but we no longer have uh, gender identity. So we just kind of go with the flow and shop wherever we want. So after I went and got a new bra, I went and got myself a drink. <laughs> and I said, let's roll up to the podcast. I thought I, I, thought I was the one bringing the woke sensibilities to this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Cheers for that. That's right. Here we go. And episode 20, 21 through 27, I said some pretty awful things and I apologize. So now I'm here to make things right. <laughs> Boo blue. Well, I think we're all allowed to change. We're all allowed to change our opinions because if we are just set in one place and we're never moving forward or moving to a different location, then how can we truly be? Uh, Humans. There you go. Wise words from a wise man. And it sounds like I got Where's a dog dying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to write that down. All right, guys. So here we go. Here is what the future of the Loot Bros podcast looks like. So, hey, we're going to raise our glasses again. We're going to say uh, farewell to the bearded nerd, the number one community member. We appreciate all of your time. Thank you for your service here on the Loot Bros podcast. And we wish you the best on your future endeavors. Yep. We also want to give a nice little slurp to Mr. TMNT84, Joe Priestley. He tried to be here tonight, uh, but unfortunately, guys, you know the drill. Just message him. Sorry about your butt. <laughs> hey, uh, I love the guy to death, man. He's an amazing guy. Uh, he's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle King. Um, he just, uh, I sent him a message about a game fly cell. He said, done. He's getting the Star Wars Survivor. So that's awesome. And uh, I will do that Street Fighter Online challenges with you eventually, dude. And we'll get that platinum for you. Uh, just hang out around to it. Just been messing around with some other stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> butt stuff. And speaking of yes, platinums, hey, <laughs> we got a brand new platinum in the house. And we're not even talking about one of mine. We got uh, Will over here popped a platinum in PUBG. So we're going to toast oh, yeah. to that one, too. Yeah, great. Cheers. Yeah, it took- yeah M- Mr. Will, who says he doesn't play games and he doesn't want to be in the backlog beatdown. No, I... I- <laughs> and then he goes and platinums PUBG. Well, yeah. He beat another game. Like, <laughs> come on. Let me... A uh, little, little, uh, little context here. I've been playing this game for three years straight and I just now platinumed it. The last, the, uh, the last trophy I needed was... Uh, riding, r- riding with the enemy or something like that. Basically, I had to get in the car with the uh, with an op- 
with with an enemy. So the enemy is driving a car, and I got to get inside the car with them and drive them around. I uh, I cheated a little bit. I had my other friend log in at the same exact same time as I did. <laughs> we uh, we were party chatting. I was like, "Land here." There's a car. I got in. Bling bong bloom. I, I mean, I could have done it months and months years ago, but uh, yeah, finally got it done. So, well, cheers to that. We're glad that you and your special friend did it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, uh, also, uh, Twisted Metal too. Got the, got, got that's the, right. Uh, that's got, right. Look at you. Oh, get, get another one. If y'all are drinking <laughs> for real, you're done tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Well, hey guys, here we go. Here's the layout for the future. So we're gonna tonight's show. We're gonna do things like normal. Next week's show, we are introducing a brand new segment to the show. Now, this will be next week's official topic, okay? So I'm giving you and the listeners plenty of time to get your crap together. It is the Loot Bros official Scrabble contest. So what is Scrabble, you say? By the way, wait real quick, by a show of hands, because we're on video now, who here has played Scrabble before? Okay, so you understand the gist of the rules. Okay? Yes. The way we play Scrabble here at the Loot Bros is that you can only use the first letter of whatever trophies or achievements you pop in that week. So if you're playing on Xbox and you get some achievements, let's say it starts with um, D for dunk the ball in NBA 2K23 or whatever. Okay, boom, you have a D in your Scrabble arsenal. If you popped a trophy and it was the platinum trophy for PUBG and it just says platinum P would be your, you understand? Yeah. So if you don't get any trophies or achievements from now till next episode, guess who loses? And what there will be, pun- Me? will there be punishments? Oh, there will be punishments. Oh yes. <laughs> because how fun would it be if there were no stakes? So here we go. Next week, we're going to play. We're going to shoot for three rounds of Scrabble, four rounds of Scrabble. Whoever comes up with the best word, we'll see. But you're going to take your trophies. You're going to have it all of that stuff organized and presented before the show. Oh, yeah. I got a little, I got little macho fingers going on. And then we're going to go and try to put together the most creative or the funniest words for next week. The community can join in. So, Rick, I know you were around when I pitched this a long time ago. Now's your time to shine, brother. You could spell abracadabra, I'm sure, with all of your trophies. Man, I got like, there's a little light on. I got my camera on, and I'm friggin' <laughs> doing all. I gotta sit on my hands over here. So, so uh, trophies we get starting from now forward. Correct. Yep. All so right. we're not going to retroactively because I've got like fourteen thousand trophies. Mm-hmm. I could spell anything, you know. <laughs> so I could. So what we're going to do? I wait, wait. Matt's coming back. You good to go? All right, Matt. What we're talking about right now is next week's official topic. Okay, it is Loot Bros Scrabble. So all trophies and achievements that you earn from this from the the thirty first till the next time we record. Though the first letter of each trophy description will be oh that's really crazy um eligible for your Scrabble word bank okay and what we're gonna do is instead of building on a board and trying to whatever we're literally just gonna spell a word and whoever comes up with the best word wins and if we've got lots of extra ones left over we'll go another round another round some of us might only be able to spell one word 
You can spell I can but. barely spell the word two. <laughs> if you spell but, you spell but. So, but we're going to see who can have the most creative word, maybe the longest word, and the funniest word. So this could either go a long ways or it could be over shortly. Who knows? But that is something new we're going to try out. We're going to throw that in the mix of things here in Loot Bros. Now, we've got a lot of positive feedback from the uh, back of the box trivia. So we'll definitely throw that into our little rotation of things. Really? Yes. Yes. A lot of people like that. I had a couple messages saying that was really fun. People so, on channel three really enjoyed the idea. They might throw it into some of their quizzes. There you go. So that was, that's exciting. So go that, ahead, Will. That one quiz, uh, that, that, that thing on channel three where, where it's just like four pixels and then you get, you get <laughs> zooming in. Enhance? Yeah, yeah. I love that no, game. I freaking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just I just keep hitting until I get to number six, and then I can guess it. But uh, no, oh, so, man, that's awesome. So we're going to be incorporating different topics and different segments, and so everything is not going to always be just video games. Now I've said that in the past and got a lot of pushback out of our Discord group. So here's the way we're moving forward, starting with episode three hundred and one. Episode 301 is going to be broken into two parts. The Over all the years we've done the Loot Bros podcast, the, the most critical, I guess, feedback, the most negative feedback I've ever gotten is not the toast, the farts, the jokes. It's not, you know what I'm saying, the host. It's always the show's too long. So what we're going to do starting episode 301 is we're going to do the normal run of the show. But when we talk about video games, guys, instead of us going, hey, here's a list of games I played. Uh, I'm, Thomas, I'm going to use you as an example. Okay. I played this one new game this week, but then here's five games I play every week that I haven't really changed. Or Tricky is an example. Calling my boy out. I played The Division and I played The Division. Okay. What we're going to do moving forward, and this is a challenge to the hosts and the guests that come on the show, is each week you'll pick one, maybe two games that you can talk about for five or so minutes in depth, giving your impressions, or if you've beaten or platinum the game, a full-on review. Okay, let's give the people that listen to the show more information about the games that we're playing and the things that make them good or bad versus, hey, I played this, 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 and this. And here's why. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm working, when I'm doing random tasks or whatever. If I'm working in the yard, doing stuff around the house, and for years when I ran a manufacturing company, I would listen to podcasts while I worked there. My favorite thing in the entire world is to listen to somebody talk passionately about a video game and describe it because I'm like, oh man, that sounds like something I'd really like, or that sounds like something I should stay away from. You know, when you start talking about, uh, uh, the, the grind of a JRPG or the anime, you know, perverse nature. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you know, it gives me the opportunity to bounce and say, that's not for me. But whenever somebody comes in here, it's like, oh man, I love this. And here's the reasons why. So I want us to focus on the quality, not necessarily the quantity. Cause I could come out here every week and, and I do this week after week. I say, Hey, here's 10 games I played. And then here's one that I talk about for a while. Okay, so we're going to focus more on telling you guys, the listeners, more about the games and then just less on what we played. Because honestly, I mean, who really cares what we played? What people care about is my wiener context of it. Did you say your wiener? Yes, that is possible, but highly unlikely. 
Tom's wiener. Okay. Since someone seconded it, obviously that is the answer. So most people care about Tom's wiener, then they care about the games we played. All right. Then next up, we're going to spend a chunk of the time. Now, guys, we do the Loot Bros leaderboards, we do the backlog beatdown, and we do community questions, all that good stuff, right? We want you guys, the listeners, to focus your questions a little bit more on things that maybe we can have long, in-depth conversations on. Okay, things that really challenge us, like poetry. What? Like <laughs> Clyde's face, she's like, what? I did poetry once. Yeah. It didn't end well. Listen, <laughs> I am all about poetry. If you go to Channel 3 and see my reviews, all my reviews are done in haiku. There you go. See? You see? He gets it. He gets it. So, yes. No, no. We're going to lump in all the community stuff together, and that will be... The Monday release each and every week. So we're going to talk more in depth about the games we played. Sure, you're going to get sprinkles of all the bull crap, all the nonsense, right? You're going to get the 15 minutes of jibber-jabber that we always come out with. Then the games, and then the community stuff. That is your Monday release. That's easily an hour, hour and a half every week. Now, that will give us time to reset and re-host. So on the nights that we're talking wrestling, guess who gets to bounce? Kali. And Kali doesn't have to sit there and look really uncomfortable and grumpy or constipated. Like, oh, I can't stand this. Oh, jabronis. Oh, How's that different than normal? <laughs> well, the difference is now there's a camera on her. So I'm trying to do her a favor. Also, when we have our interviews and our stuff with our, with our, you know, when Patrick Hickey comes on or, or, um, you know, Sean from RTG game, all that stuff. When we have these guys come on we interview de- devs and things like that, we'll just swap the format of the show around. The devs come on, the guest comes on. We do the, this week's official topic with them. We talk about them, get them in and out of here in an hour. And then whoever needs to bounce, go to bed or whatever then they can go. We reset and then we will have our Monday and Friday releases just like that. So what does that mean? Technically kind of business as usual. We're going to streamline our processes a little bit and we're going to release the show on video twice a week. Now what happens if the, we have technical difficulties like we did last week and the video dies, Hey, you guys get an audio show with a picture of someone's face and it's, you know, what you're used to. Usually in a weird stare at the screen. (laughs) Will was like, ooh, I got ideas for that one. So, <laughs> but yeah, so we want, we want to invite everyone to join us on YouTube. Come on there. Check out the video version of the show. We're going to be uh, tailoring our video game segments and our topics for those weeks that we still stay in the pocket and talk the normal business. Um, but we're going to be doing a lot more visual stuff. Having Will in circulation coming on here more often, Thomas in here, you know, the three of us are collectors. So we have things we want to show. And those things are important to us, right? <laughs> Kali and Matt, that doesn't mean you guys can't necessarily show things. You can show your whatever you want, you know, to, within reason, within reason, Matt. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but there are just certain times where we go, oh, man, a show and tell episode, which that sounds really lame. But, you know, what I'm saying like, I got this thing. I got this grill. I got this thing I want to show off. Or when we were doing the back of the box trivia Holding up the actual box, showing it off, things like that. They're doing video. Oh, look at there, Venom. Oh, dude, I got something fun to show you, actually. What, what um, is that? Is that a, like Venom a, from Disney Infinity? No, I know it's Venom, but is it like a, a, a Amiibo? Yes. Or the it's like Disney an Amiibo. Version? It's the Disney version. Mm. 
you place it on the pad and it becomes a playable character in Disney Infinity. Oh, what happened to the head on yours? So I have a shelf downstairs. You know, you've asked for a video tour of my collection and my game room and all that stuff. And so when I started working from home, I moved all my gaming collectible stuff out of here so that my background doesn't show off a bunch of video games and nerd stuff. When I'm talking mortgages and stuff with people, I moved it into my basement and then I got my eBay room. So I kind of combined the two. Well, what that did was it gave me a place to put all these shelves and show off my cool stuff for me to look at while I'm working. Problem is, it also allowed my golden retriever to go take what he wanted and take advantage of it. So he went and got venom off the shelf and chewed his head completely off. Um, <laughs> little known, little known fact about venom: weakness to fire, sound, and golden retrievers. Golden retrievers. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, guys, what video has allowed us to do? Show this off. Check it out. So, um, I had picked up some vintage Masters of the Universe figures the other day. Ooh. I'm like, oh, this is awesome! Vintage Ghostbusters figures. Which He-Man oh. characters do you have? Uh, none anymore. Ah, oh, man, <laughs> to him? Oh, dude. Did, did, this, did the dog have its way with him? Um, if by having its way with him, you tore its head off? Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's a good dog. I've met him like numerous times, and he's always been nice to me. But, but maybe he just wants to tear my head off. You know what? Actually, they're very good dogs, by the way. The Golden, both, both, both Goldens and the Shih Tzu. Actually, what's really happening is the Golden goes and retrieves the toy, brings it to the Shih Tzu. The Shih Tzu does the damage. The Golden takes the fall. I called him in the act the other day. So, <laughs> and yeah, so they, they ended up getting, um, we have one of the really expensive, the figure loose is about $75. It's one of the bigger symbiote figures and he's got all the crazy stuff happening. And it's, you got half of Eddie Brock's face being shown in it. Well, he suffered the same fate. So they do oh, not like symbiotes oh in God. this house. So, but anyways, Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm mad it's, for you, <laughs> dude. It sucked. There was a couple thirty dollar figures that just bit the dust, and that's like, man, that's the freaking that sucks. So, what I had to do was I've had to take all the figures and collectibles of that are the dogs seem to have showed interest in. And I've had to move them up on the shelves, or right now I've got I have a giant popcorn bucket, like a collectible popcorn bucket, filled with Batman figures right now, just because I'm like, you know what. You kill Batman, you're done. That's it for you. Do you, do you, have, do you have I will become vengeance. I will become the knight. <laughs> Daryl, do you have a cat by chance? Uh, we have two rescues, and they're not allowed to live in the house. I was going to say, because then that cat will just start knocking shit over for the dogs. And, oh, 100%. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? I've got something for the cat. Yeah. That's bad boy right here. <laughs> so, We're already banned on that- on. <laughs> It's, it's, not orange salt on it. it's not a real gun. It's aerosol. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, man. Then Daryl breaks out the real gun. <laughs> <laughs> then we are banned. <laughs> I mean, I could I no. could go one step farther and bring it. No, no, no. Now these right here, this is for squirrels and cats. So um, squirrels? Squirrels. Yeah. No, You're we have to leave that out, otherwise the uh <laughs> animal activists are gonna be coming after you. <laughs> Peter, come get some. No, no, what it is is we have uh we have a ton of uh, the woods kind of butt up to our property and the squirrels are like really bad. So the cats are outside. They take care of the squirrels. But in the event that they infiltrate that line of defense, I have <laughs> an aerosol, <laughs> have so, an aerosol gun. gun. So to pull a uh, Thomas level story out there, 
Here we good go. friend of mine. <laughs> he he and his wife have a garden in their backyard, and they've been facing issues with groundhogs. And in the state they live in, you're not allowed to pull out a firearm and shoot it. Hmm. So he goes out and buys a crossbow. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> we're that- sitting down playing a game one day, and I hear his wife go, "Hun, they're back!" And he goes, "Hold on, guys, be right back." Now his computer is in the basement of his house. Goes away, in about two or three minutes, you hear a thwack. <laughs> you can hear the crossbow launch and hit its target from his uh, from outside the house. That's Needless to say, his groundhog problem went away real quick. There you go. There you go. Hey, man's got to defend his property. You know what I'm saying? Second Amendment, all that stuff. So, okay, it's, a, it's a freaking it's a prairie dog. Come on. <laughs> hey, have you ever prairie dog before? It's not good. Oh. No one ever said I prairie dog for fun. <laughs> and we're back to the original. Uh, oh, not the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 li- I live in the city. And, uh, in the crossbows are illegal there. In the middle of a freaking desert. So, no, I don't get, I don't get many critters out here, I think, uh, th- thankfully. Well, good. Uh, I could tell. I could tell you some stories from my days back in Panama. <laughs> there you go. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going to take your role, uh, T Diddy. I'll, I'll leave it. Uh, I'll leave the weird uh, stories from overseas to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, all right, here we go, guys. Let's jump into the show proper. We've already toasted. We've already laid out the agenda for the future. Hopefully, this will find everybody well. Hopefully, that this will be better uh, for you know people to do things in an hour, hour and a half at a time versus the two and a half, three hour chunks that we like to throw at you. And hopefully, this will be better for the co-hosts who like to go to bed like a normal human being, not stay up super late like me and Thomas. Um, which will you're like an hour behind us, so it's technically normal ish for you. Uh, three hours. It's only six thirty here. Okay, I did not do that math correctly. Yeah, the sun's the sun's <laughs> still up over here. Oh. I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> well, I couldn't do a six o'clock podcast even if I tried. So here we go. All right, guys, this is where we're going to start things off with what we've been playing, and we're going to go in order of how I see you on my screen. That that doesn't necessarily mean it's how you're laid out. We're going to start with Matt. How you doing? What you playing? In- Pretty good week, and in line with what you are talking about, starting for next week. Really, I've put time into Armored Core 6. Mm. I've spent a good amount of time in that. The game for... I never played Armored Core 5, and it really upset me that I missed that generation. And the last Armored Core I played was Armored Core 4 back on the Xbox 360. And it really wasn't where I wanted it to be. So the next game that came out in that vein was Chrome Hound. So I played that a little bit. Still not exactly where I wanted it to be. Armored Core 6 is where I want the series to be. It's a lot of fun. The bosses are challenging. The mobs are kind of, you know, they're fodder for you to just destroy and earn extra credits. The customization is fun. And everybody jokes that if this was made by EA or Activision, all the customization options in the game would be behind some sort of paywall. But FromSoft really honed their craft for this one, and they did really well with giving customization options, varied gameplay, varied styles of missions. Missions can be long or short. The bosses can be frustrating, depending on your build. Thomas has a question. Okay, so how are the paint schemes this year? Because in the previous ones, the paint schemes have always been very good. You can be very custom with your paint schemes. How is the paint scheme? 
you so you have your head, your two arms, which you could do separately, your legs, which you could do separately, and your core, as well as your your shoulder weapons. Each of those can be done separately. And each of those has individual parts, maybe like five or six different parts that you can customize a color separately. So the the color options, you have the full RGB scale. So you can color at anything you want. Where this game shines is the emblem creator, because people can go out there and make crazy emblems. But more importantly, they can actually upload a code that you can use on that platform to download their emblem if you like it. I just went out there because I suck at art and I made a simple Triforce golden uh, <laughs> oh, emblem that's sitting on all my cores. <laughs> nothing is simpler than three triangles in a specific uh, gold color. There you and go. It's, my core is colored uh, red, gold, and orange. And then it has the gold Triforce sitting on the core which I really like as just an overall simplistic version of gaming. So having a lot of fun with it. It was only $60, no new console tax for me because I'm playing it on PC. I play it on my Steam Deck. Kills the battery, but I can also sit in the garage on my Steam Deck for hours and design and and don't have to really worry about playing any action part of the game. It's got... Wait. Yep. Your garage is very tiny and it's got a car in it. Where would you sit in that garage? You'd be surprised where you can fit cores. And it's got sortie missions. You could replay missions to get extra uh, grades on it. You can go up to S tier. You can replay them for the money. You can go in the arena. You can go online. There's up to three player PvP. It's just everything I wanted out of an armored core series. So I'm very happy it's here. Hopefully we get some more soon. Sweet. Sweet. That's awesome. I haven't played an Armored Core game since the Xbox 360. The first one that came out on there. So was that Armored Core 4? Yeah, I think I think it was 4 because then they came out with Armored Core 4 Answer, which I think was like their follow-up titled. It wasn't that. great. What was the uh, what was the OG Xbox game that you could use to <clears throat> mod the console with that special memory card? Was it Mech Assault? Uh, Mech Assault, also Splinter, the original Splinter Cell, and there's one other game, but those two mm. are the ones you do it with. I used Splinter Cell every time to soft, and that's for a soft mod. That's not for a hard mod. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha, awesome. All right. T. Diddy, you're up next. Well, before I go, and since Matt brought up the inflation of the gaming consoles, I just recently sold some of my uh, investment in Bitcoin to pay for two years extra of PlayStation Plus Premium because it has gone up so much. (laughs) And uh, needless to say, um, yeah, I did not like I had to sell some stuff off in order to get that, but I did what I did. So, but I'm currently, uh, and I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, that came out of nowhere. Like, just okay. that price increase. Yeah, um, so I am investing uh, my time because I, I took I, mean, I took all my money out of Bitcoin because it was just failing. So, yes, I, I'm. Th- this is not in- in- investment advice to anybody. Do what you want to do with your money. That was my money. Um, so I got the two years, and I've been playing Remnants 2. I love it to death. It's one of the hardest games I have ever invested my time into. I have over almost 100 hours into it now, 
And this, I've talked about this earlier, but there was this one puzzle that was giving me so much hell. And I apparently rolled into a map where there was only, no one has that puzzle done on YouTube yet. So long story short, a guy came in, uh, mad props to BLCK, uh, Joker came in. He couldn't help me at first. He came back. He helped me. Uh, he, he said he's actually may use that for a YouTube or his YouTube board. I said, cool. So thank you, uh, Joker for doing such an awesome job and helping me because sometimes I've been hitting the head a lot, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, or whatever you identify as aliens. And so <laughs> I tend to not understand sometimes. And I'm like a big ape, like mm, me, no get what go on. And, uh, I may, I may have a s- slight edge of dementia, uh, because, you know, uh, like once the sun goes down, my brain doesn't work qu- quite as uh, correct. So it's the, uh, it's the lack of, yes, yeah, it's a, like a sunset. Um, it's called sunset something another where like at a certain point in time, like your brain just kind of just, you become angry. It's called, it's called yes. sunsetting. It happens with people in Alzheimer's because as the sun sets, they actually and get I worse. I get worse as the sun sets. So sometimes when I don't make sense and I keep carrying on, there you go. But uh, question, yes, T did. What uh, what archetypes are you using? I am well. I'm trying to build. I've already had the ones I want built up, which is the uh, traveler with the you know the compass. I can go fast and I can un- un- undiscover treasures and stuff like that. You get that once you beat the game. Um, yeah. Then I'm I use the uh the revenous one where it's like if they try to hit you, it does like an auto block. Those ones are completely maxed out, so I'm just working right now on the gunslinger one to try to get that to a level ten, and I'm working on the try to get that to level 10 and then i gotta find the little piece that dude there's so much stuff involved in it it's like you find something else to turn your um your demons or your summons into like these flying creatures there's just so many intricate parts and i could spend 30 minutes talking about how good remnants if, if not longer of how good remnants 2 is all i can say is if you like games like souls you know the demon souls or dark souls and three-player co-op this is a game for you. And you could play the same map three different times and get three different things, depending upon what the boss fight is. Like I was doing the fight, you know, the fight with the wolf, right? Where you have to decide if the wolf, if the wolf tells you to kill a doe. Yep. Okay. So if, if you save her and you heal her, she gets away and it's a cut scene and then you get the staff. Okay. Now, if you turn on him and then let him eat her, you get this gun, which is what I got. All right. It's a, the, the Mercer gun. I have both those things because I did that fight twice. Then if you you save her, but you don't heal her at first, then you heal her, then and then uh, you let him eat her. And Well, no, no you, you, you kill her yourself. You get like um, this thing from him, this little a dab uh, amulet or whatever. Then, it gives you certain abilities. Then you take that amulet to the very front of the whole stage, and then there's a little statue. You 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 uh, have it on. The statue opens up. It gives you this apple that's called the death apple. You eat it three times, and then it turns into a different amulet that you can use. So there's all types of, how the hell do these clowns, these developers, think of this shit? Like, oh, you get this fucking amulet. Like, four different things just from one boss fight, depending... Have you beaten Annihilation yes, yet? That was hard. Okay. That's where I'm stuck. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have a PC, dude. It's PS5. 
Okay, I like you anyways. <laughs> but that is currently uh, my problem that I'm working on. And uh, when Will said to me this today, he said, well, why don't you play another game? Because I am unbelievably mentally ill, sir. I am one of these people who's stuck on stupid <laughs> when it comes to if I play a game and I've invested that many hours into it, I want to try to complete it as much as I want. If I only if I've been playing you for a couple of months and I only have like maybe 30 or less than that hours, means I don't really care about you. I'm just buying time until I can find something to replace you. But if I actually spend all my quality time being pissed off at a game, then that means I I'm invested. And and I want this. It's like it's almost like a marriage of like, you know, she's an abuser and she beats you, but like you want it to work because you're stupid and a simp. I feel that. Dude, what? <laughs> First time, Will? Come on, man. You've listened to those before. You know how this goes. Um, but yeah. Here are the rails, and this is you with the fuck off the rails. Yes, this, this is me. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So I got a question about Remnant. How are the booby bosses? I have yet to see any. Okay. So the you'd say the nudity is not gratuitous. Not to me, it's not. I, I mean, I'm not even paying I attention. I think there's any nudity I have that yet I've to seen. See any nudity, and personally, the closest thing you have is there's this one NPC, and it's more alien than human, but it's got a curvy female figure. But it's not nude. It's not. Uh, are there, it's not. Are there tentacles? Because that's my shit right there. <laughs> Not on that one. <laughs> oh, oh, ooh. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, where one door closes, another opens. Will's like, and how do you get to that boss? <laughs> All of a sudden, he's got his little notepad out. Hmm, tell me more. Okay, the next question is, how's the language? Is it is it really bad? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, um, lie to him. Tell him what he wants to hear. <laughs> get him in here's the thing. Right? So I read I, anytime my son wants to play or buy a game, I'll read the ESRB ratings on it. And I can say that a lot of times there's stuff in the ESRB ratings that they report, but you may never even experience based on how you play a game and a game like this that has procedurally generated levels and things like that. Who even knows? So my question is this, because his friends that all bought at day one said immediately, yeah, your dad's not gonna let you play this. So how old's your son? 13. He just turned 13. I mean, he's a teenager now. You got to let up. Um, I think I'll pass. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I've taken my foot off of the brake a little bit. But I mean, I still think that like uh, we're going to ease into this stuff. You're only innocent once. After that, once that innocence is gone, it's game over. I haven't been innocent since I was 12. So <laughs> I oh. have been a 13-year-old boy before, Kai. I know you probably haven't. And uh, I know what happens once those once certain things get placed on your radar, they don't leave your radar again. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it a little bit more this weekend. I'll let you know. I don't immediately recall any foul language, much less it being excessive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your character mutters things as he's walking along, right? And I'm sure there's probably cutscenes I haven't seen that may include it. But it is not like on the level of what was that Forspoken, where it's just used as sprinkles right. to everything else. And we keep things PG thirteen as far as content goes. I just want to make sure that like 
they'll say shit and which I don't have it. But the F bomb, I don't think comes all too frequently. Well, and this is what he said. We were, I told the story on the show before we played gears of war and, you know, I turned the language slider off and, you know, we're, we're playing and they're dropping constant, you know, saying swear words. And I'm like, Oh, geez, you know, I'm like getting a little whatever about it. And he goes, dad, you realize I hear worse than this in the first five minutes of school every day. It's true. That's what I was thinking. and, And it was one of those things where I'm like, you know what? You're right. And you know, I've, 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 I'm not crazy about stuff, but I just try to be mindful because, again, you know, what comes in will go out. I mean, that's just simple science. And you're only young for a little while. So I just want to make sure that, like, as we coach through things, I'm at least aware of what's out there and not being blindsided. Like, oh, you played Remnant 1 and it was pretty clean. You're pretty, pretty whatever. Go ahead and play Remnant 2. Oh, what? Tentacles? What? Booby bosses, what? Yeah, just want to make sure that I am on the up and up. That makes, I mean, that makes sense. That makes That's why sense. I can't watch I, anime. I, it's, a, I mean, I get that with a lot of games, especially with like Dark Souls and stuff. There's probably a lot of stuff like that. But uh, I mean, like, I think, I mean, your kids are really good, Daryl. I mean, like, really good. And I think, like, now's the time to start not only easing them into that kind of, kind of thing. But teaching them that, you know, even though they hear the words, they don't necessarily need to use the oh, words. Oh, yeah. We're way past that. I just, uh, again, I, I like to limit intake. So, we just lost Thomas. So, <laughs> nah, Thomas disappeared. He's like, nope, I'm out. He heard no boobies and left. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Germany. Houdini. <laughs> uh Lord help us. All right. So that means it's technically uh, Kali's turn. Yes. So I've been playing a lot of Across the Obelisk with Jim. If you're into Slay the Spire, this game is absolutely fantastic because it's a co-op version. There's four characters, and I believe you can you can play up the four-player co-op, correct? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Yes, you could actually play up to four player character where everybody takes a character. Jim and I just play two players, so each of us takes two characters. And you could even do three and one because you set up who plays, you know, which slot, like who plays the first slot, who plays the second, who plays the third, who plays the fourth. And it only recommends like the first slot should be the tank, so which I play the tank. The second should be like your rogue, which is what I play, your rogue or your bard. The third slot is like your mage which Jim likes to play. And the fourth slot is your healer, which Jim also likes to play. So we've been playing that game. We've already beaten it once. It took us a good amount just to beat it. Uh, But we want to like open up all the characters and we've been playing like all of the, we've been getting a lot of the trophies. The game has like 140 trophies or something. Yeah. Our achievements because it's a it's a PC game only. I've gotten about ninety already. Dang, that's some Scrabble stuff believe. right there. I know, but it's been over a few weeks, so yeah, well, nice. And you know, each character has their own backstory. One of the things that I don't like about the game is that everybody has the same progression tray. Like everybody, like when you go in, it's the exact same thing. You have the exact same options for everybody. 
So like I, I, you know, you can make whatever you want with the character, but like it's like at a point you're just gonna have everything anyways if you play it enough. So there's no kind of customizability. Gotcha. It does. It does have DLC for the game, but the DLC, one of the DLCs, like each person has to buy it, and then you have to play single player to open up the character. And all Jim and, and I do is play co-op. And then they just came out with a new DLC, which I haven't purchased yet, which I think I'm going to because it gives you a new world to explore. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. And there's a lot of quests in the game, but you have to kind of really play the game a lot to find the quest because, you know, one quest won't open up because you don't have this character in the, in the, uh, in the, your party because they, the, you need that character for a specific dialogue, which will open up the quest line, which I kind of really like. Nice, nice. So you guys are enjoying it pretty good. Yeah, we, we Jim loves the game. He's addicted. And last weekend he was on his eleventh round of chemo. Jeez. And he just yeah he just doesn't have the capacity to play a fast game like Diablo Four. He's very tired. So we kind of like sat around and played that game all weekend long. So it's really nice if you just want like a chill weekend. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to talk about the second game that I've been playing because while we. While he's taking his turn, I'm playing my PlayStation. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I've been playing a game called Dungeon Munchies. Okay. It's mm-hmm. actually really, really cute. Is this a, is it a digital only game? Oh, Ooh, she's got a physical copy. She did it. I got a she's f- converted. We did it, boys. Oh we made God. it. <laughs> um, well, for my birthday back in April, my um, job. Uh, my team put in money and they gave me a $25 Target card. Okay. So I went into Target and they, when they had the buy two, get one free sale, I bought this game. I bought the Atari 50 game, which you saw in the trivia last week. Which you totally cheated, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought Dead Cells, the Castlevania. Nice. So like I paid like, I don't know, like something like 40 bucks or something for three games after the $25 gift card. Heck yeah. And this game just liked, um, looked really cute. It's actually really difficult. I was actually really, really surprised. Uh, it is, you are a zombie and you have to go around and kill things and eat them and they give you powers. Hmm. And you can, you know, make food, you can change up what your powers are by making a new food and eat and regurgitating your last food and eating a new one. Uh, you also able to make yourself guns and stuff and you get some pretty crazy loadouts, but the game ramps up. Like I, there were times where I was in boss fights and I'm just, I'm in one right now where I just die, 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 die. I wind up having to go back, respect my entire character, change up the food, change up the, the actual weapons, go try again. And then I start, Oh, I start to see the point of the fight and this is a much better, you know, layout for me. Um, and I actually can beat them and it's, you know, good, like 12 hour game. So it does count on the backlog beatdown. Nice. That's all that matters. Just... Playing games long <laughs> enough to count on the backlog beatdown. Excuse me. Ooh, I'm tired this week. <laughs> awesome. Anything else, Clyde? Uh, no, not much. I, like I said, I haven't been playing much with Jim on chemo. It's just pretty much my entire time has been, know taking care of him and the house and stuff which kind of sucks but this weekend i have a half a day on friday and i'm off on monday game time 
Uh, yeah, game time. We're going to be playing this weekend. If you're listening to this, oh, it comes out on Monday, but this weekend, Diablo is having a double XP weekend. Nice. So you're not jumping in the Starfield? I would have to purchase early purchase Starfield. You have to buy a game? No, I do not. Xbox? <laughs> it's a joke. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, if I just wait, and to be perfectly honest, as much as I would like to do that, like this is double XP weekend for Diablo. So Jim and I have been having a lot of fun in Diablo. So what you're saying is that Microsoft is cannibalizing itself because they decided one hand should at le- release double XP while the other is releasing a game. Interesting. You know, Kali and I had this discussion before we started tonight. <laughs> I'm actually going through and I'm... I've already canceled my recurring subscription to PS Plus because of their price increase oh, this wow. uh, announced recently. Yep. Um, I've I've canceled a couple other subscription services I have. I went up. Everybody's one of them. Debating whether I get rid of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate completely or just downgrade to PC Game Pass. I haven't turned on my Series X in months, and I'm not playing online with anybody, so. What's if point? I want to, I could do it just for the month, but my subscription goes until the 16th. I'll give Starfield until then to see whether it actually earns a place in my stable. And I think if it comes to it, I may just buy it outright. Save you some money. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now you can, I, I could go online to uh, my game pass and pay the $30 extra and upgrade to the, to the, the one that would let me play early. But again, like Jim and I intend to play Diablo. Like I have Diablo and I've been really enjoying it. I think it's a fantastic co-op game. A lot of people have problems with it because, Oh, there's microtransactions and stuff. I didn't buy the microtransactions. All of it's cosmetic. If you really want, like most of it's cosmetic. It's like it, the season pass. If you buy the season pass for snap, that's exactly like what the season pass for. Diablo is like, you know, if you don't buy it, there's certain items on that track you can pick up for free Mm -hmm. for playing that zone. If you buy it, you get a few extra stuff and like you get ash, which I think can help you level up or so. I'm not even sure what it does. Just like in snap, I pay for the season pass every three weeks. I get a card. I get, you know, gold and, um, and, Blue stuff, whatever the yeah, blue, yeah, the, yeah, the, the credits, you know, which does help me, but it's not, it's not breaking the game. I enjoy the the challenge of it, but I mean, besides that, that's all it really is. So to me, you know, I just had this discussion online because everybody's telling me I need to play Boulder's Gate Three. Boulder's Gate Three. The one thing I don't like about it is I'm very bad at controlling more than one character. And I've played games where this has happened and I've died because I can't click between the characters fast enough. So I kind of like, I don't want to really spend $60 on Boulder's Gate. Um, what's that look for? Because I'm, I'm wondering what you mean by you die because you can't switch between the characters fast enough. Yeah, there's, you know how like games where you have like, multiple characters that you have to play and you have to tell them what to do. Yeah. Well, I'm busy trying to figure out what I'm doing with one character and the other characters just standing there getting killed. 
Okay, so the nice thing about it, because it, it comes in like Divinity Original Sin 2, and I didn't include it in what I was playing because I only played about an hour of it, but just like Divinity Original Sin, Baldur's Gate 3 is turn-based in that you're, you don't have to make all your characters go at once. It's, it's turn-based combat. Oh, that's really nice. See, I, that, that makes me more likely to play it. At worst, you could have multiple characters off in different direct parts of the map, which mm-hmm. could be confusing, but yes. you solve that by playing with other people because the game is made for multiplayer. Really? Sweet. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's good to know. Yeah, I'm sure um, JT bought it on PC. I have it on PC. You know, Steb, Steve, and Nick have it on PC. So there's plenty of people to play with. And I'm sure if you pick it up, Jim will pick it up and uh, possibly play with you. I don't you. know if Jim will pick it up. Like, I don't know. But again, I really wanted Diablo. We got Diablo for right now. Um, so that's like the game I'm focusing on. I just spent $60. Each each of us spent $60 on that. So like I'm kind of playing that. And like Jim's Jim didn't want Diablo for it first. Now he's gone so hardcore in it, he's decided he has to put it on his Steam Deck, which he still can't get it to work. <laughs> Bummer. Bummer. That's awesome. That's good to hear. I wanted to jump back real quick. You said some stuff about Marvel Snap. Is it worth buying the Battle Pass? Because I, I, Noah and I both kind of want it, but like, I don't want to. I don't want to do the whole thing where you buy it every three weeks. Is it? Is it like Fortnite where you buy one and you can earn enough credits to finish it if you play enough to where you could it'll pay for itself for the next time? Or is it? Doesn't matter what you do, you buy it three weeks later. You buy the next one. No matter what you do, you buy okay. buy the three weeks one. But it does give you access to more quests which is what really gets me because I'm playing all the time anyways, which is really nice. It gives you access to gold because you get gold on that track. You get the blue credits on the track. You get collector's tokens. You get um, special uh, characters. And the first time I bought, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to get it for the first time ever. And Jim's like, Oh, Kali, why are you doing that? You know, don't don't spend too much money on it. I don't want you to spend a lot of money on it. I'm like, okay, it's you know, it's only like every th- ten dollars every three weeks, and he's like, ah, rah, rah, rah. well, now he does it with me. So like every three weeks, we're spending twice, just like you guys will be. Yeah, and you get that extra card. You know, you can't get that card unless you pay for the thing, and it will eventually go into the rotation that you can get it. But I mean, to be able to me, I've been playing. I've been playing so long that I I don't have a lot of new cards. So the fact that I can get that new card, add it to my deck, is really cool. Like Draken, yeah, the newest card in the, in the season pass. I really like. He is great in my Modok deck. Because mm-hmm. do you know what Draken does? Um, I read his description, but I don't have him. So uh, it's like, what is he when he when he's dead? You get energy or something like that or is that x23 that's x23 which i got outright because i had enough uh tokens no what he does is when he comes into play he produces a sword and that sword goes into your uh, hand and when you discard that sword, he gets like plus four which is really nice. And then I also learned that he is Wolverine's son, which I did not know. I didn't know that until I think MZ yeah. or somebody said that the other day. And then, of course, criticized me for not being a real comic book fan. But I'm like, you know what? I didn't know. It's completely completely uh, got past me on that one. But, I mean, I'm not reading 
like I used to anyway. So yeah, I can't really read. So. Wolverine's out there uh, laying some pipe yeah, and he's got some bastards lying around. So yeah, yep. he's apparently he does. Apparently he's not being a good old Christian boy and settling down and <laughs> doing things the right way. He's out there just throwing the seed wherever it lands. So I will tell you this. Once you do it, you will not be able to stop. That's what she said. Because like, well, I mean, like you, like after three weeks, like by the time, by the time the season is done, like I'm like, okay, I'm bored of my decks, I'm bored of the cards, and then a new one comes out, I'm like, oh, here's a whole bunch of new ones. I get to like try out this deck or try out this new card. Let me tell you how boring I am, Kali. <clears throat> I'm still rocking the, virtually the same deck I started with, and I'm almost I'm like level eight hundred and something. Now, I don't play that often. I try to play a couple times a week, and I'll do a few <laughs> rounds. And uh, <laughs> but like, I've got I've unlocked tons and tons of cards. I just don't play anything different. I like what I like, and I don't change things up. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because he says he's pretty boring. I thought he was going to say that since he's been married for all these years, he's just been doing nothing but missionary. On Sundays, <laughs> that's it. And remember, as Diego has pointed out in Discord. Only use the little flap. <laughs> oh my god! Anything outside of that is a little too weird for me. <laughs> yeah, see, like I play every single morning. <laughs> We're talking about Stop. okay. All right, jeez, <laughs> is that what you and Jim call it? <laughs> um. So every morning we have breakfast together. We play step. Hmm. And actually, it was really funny. I have a really funny story about that. Actually. We're sitting there playing one morning, and you know, I just get a match and I and I hear Jim, Oh my god! And I was like, Oh my god, Jim, what happened to your game? And I looked over and I realized when he said, Oh my god, we had just randomly paired against each other, so now we're like turning, we're like turning our <laughs> iPads so each other can't see. That's him. awesome. <laughs> so, now, Noah asked me all the time, You want to play? I'm like, Nope, I'm not trying to lose. <laughs> he's so good dude it's ridiculous my son's so freaking smart and games like that really allow him to st- like stretch his legs and it's like sure you can play the dummy version of snap like me where you just kind of like oh these cards work i understand how to use them what's that throw a hobgoblin gotcha but then noah's like oh dude i can create an entire deck around this combination right here and i'm just like man that's just it's too much movement decks are so far beyond me. Boost decks, the dude's crazy with it, man. He's got he, he's always maxed out. He's like, I, I need to, I gotta don't get, it. don't show him Magic the Gathering. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not. Again, like I said earlier, we limit our intake around here. I can't lose my son. But you know what? What you might be like? What about something like Catan? He's got Settlers a Catan. Of Catan. Does that count? Huh? No, Settlers of Catan. No, um, like a, like an actual. It's a board game. game. Like a like the sword. It's a family board game. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. See how I'm ignoring you? It's a joke. <laughs> All right, Will. What have you been playing this week? All right, two games. Now, one of them you already know. It's PUBG. It's PUBG. So I'm not going to talk about that. But uh, I was talking about uh, getting uh, another Super Robot Wars game in. Because uh, earlier, rewind. I was talking about the Japanese one, which took me damn forever to get to make any progress with. But Jim Weasel Gautier over there in Rhode Island, he uh, hooked up a uh, Chinese copy of Super Robot Wars T on PS4, which happens to be uh, have English subtitles. So 
uh, give you an idea how what this game is like. Uh, super robots, giant robots, people piloting them, blah blah blah. It's like a genre over in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they with Super Robot Wars is they've taken all these different franchises, I guess you could say, and they've put them together. So, uh, to put it in American terms, it would be like, you know, what's up? What's up, TJ? Did you play the DS version ones that are in Japanese, but they did English translations for like the mods? Those are pretty fun. Oh no, I don't. I don't fuck with Nintendo. Oh, Nintendo's okay. for children. Uh, but uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let me put it this way, and let me put it in superheroes so you can understand. So let's say, imagine a game, and in the game you have. Well, I played the game numerous times. Okay, uh, this is for the rest of the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the people who don't play good games, the the, the uneducated. Uh, <laughs> so let's say you got Marvel comics. And they put in some. They they put in, they throw on some characters. You got DC Comics. They throw in some characters. You got Image. They throw in Spawn, right? And then you got Dark got. Dark Horse. They they throw in uh, Hellboy, you know. And then you got I don't know Dell Comics. They throw in Roy Rogers, and and uh, all, and 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 they make a story around all these different franchises, and they just put it together in this one video game. So. Uh, you got all these different characters from these different uh, universes all coming together into one story, and uh, it's just it's great. I mean, I play. I'm playing as I'm playing as Captain Harlock from uh, uh, Space Pirate. I'm playing Mazinger Z. I'm playing Great Mazinger. I'm playing uh, Evangelion. Ava uh, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. I'm playing uh, Cowboy Bebop. They're throwing it all in there. And it's uh it's it's just a strategy game. So the the bad guys they put their they put their bullshit over here, and then you put your bullshit over here, and you and you move around, and then you get up to them. When you get up to them, you get you got you know you got your list of freaking uh, super robot uh, uh, attacks you can do, and it's just you know and, and there's a story there. Um, it, it's just so involved. I, there's so much shit going on. I don't even understand the game, but I'm I'm progressing. But uh, I'm in love with this game. Sweet. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be grabbing. Every every English one from here on forward. Um, I'm I'm collecting the Japanese ones just because I like the robots. They look cool on the cover. Uh, I don't, I probably won't play them, but you know I'll throw them on the shelf and they'll look cool. But uh, other than that, uh, I mean, I've just been pouring all my time into that game, Super Robot Wars T. But they're all fucking so expensive. Uh, they're, about, they're, they're I haven't found a game under under forty bucks yet, but. Uh, you know that, that's uh that's the times we live in. Um, yep. You know, and friggin' scumbag resellers driving up the market. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's all this shit. It's got to be imported. And you know, when it comes to video games, if you get a Chinese game or an Asian game, you can get them in English. Ninety nine percent of the time, they're in English. With the Japanese game, you're rolling the dice. You don't know if you're going to get an English or not. Usually, if a game was released in the U.S. And you buy the you buy the Japanese version. Some usually you can get uh, you can get it in English. What's up? What's up to you today? Um, I get a lot of my imports from PlayAsia.com. Um, usually, what they'll have at the bottom, they'll say Asian version with English subtitles or Japanese with English subtitles, or it will say no subtitles at all. Always make sure you check the bottom of the listing uh, when you're scrolling through. But if it just says Asian with no English subtitles, don't get it because it'll just be Japanese. Uh, with yes. optional Chinese, if you speak Chinese, and uh, more power to you. 
Um, but uh, yeah, just um, going back to one of my favorite games, which is DOA Volleyball Extreme. Uh, <laughs> that's only PS4. Um, that actually has English that. subtitles, and it is awesome. Have you guys uh, tried out whatnot yet? I know I've talked about it once or twice here on the show, but there is a group called Elements with a Z at the end. And they auction off box loads of Japanese imports, like $1 starts, $5 starts, $10 starts, $20 starts. And if it doesn't sell on the $20 show, it moves to the $10 show. Doesn't sell on the $10 show, moves to the $5 show. $5 to the $1. $1, it's crazy. And it's all sudden death. Like five or 10 seconds, whatever it bids at is what it bids at. It's wild. Uh, I've been, I don't know if you guys have been noticing. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I've been working out a little bit lately. And what I'll do is I'll put my iPad and whatever show I'm watching or whatever, uh, you know, podcast I'm listening to, YouTube video I'm watching. I'll have it up, but then I'll have my phone underneath it while I'm on the elliptical and I'm watching the show and then trying to like snipe out, you know, PSP games on elements. Pretty good, pretty good stuff. Crazy I, amount of imports. I, I personally, as a collector, I have been edging on burnout. I'm like, uh, uh, and uh, looking and finding these Japanese games, uh, these uh, foreign games that are in English. I don't know. It's it's it sparked my it's resparked my uh, my my excitement for going out and collecting shit again. There you so go. I'm uh, oh god. What is it now, Tim? <laughs> so, with the Japanese imports, do you have a hundred bullets for the PS uh, Two? Also, there's um, uh, since you love anime, Full Metal Alchemist for PS Two and Japan was super awesome, which was a great game. No, I um, I am not familiar with the isn't hundred bullets? Isn't that a comic book? I don't know. I just know about the Japanese video game, which was uh, before the Matrix came out. And then I think the Matrix stole from it because it was actually doing bullet time before the Matrix and Max Payne. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I I remember there's a 100 Bullets comic, but uh, no, I'm not familiar with the game. I'm not. I'm right now. My, I, I'm, I'm about ankle deep into the uh, Japanese pool of video games uh and so far i'm i'm, I'm just focusing on the uh, super robot games because i grew up watching uh these super robot you guys didn't get them here in the u.s but in panama i grew up watching them on Trans tv or Z. yeah no oh, God. don't don't uh i hate that name it's mazinger z <laughs> right. um mazinger z i, uh, I grew up <laughs> uh i grew up watching it in spanish i, I watched the, the battles in spanish uh it, I'm bilingual in case you guys don't know. Um, oh, we knew you were bi. Oh! <laughs> Got him. We were doing so well, and then the train's just like, nope, nope, nope. I don't need to be on these tracks at all. Fear, fear of the penis. Fear of the penis, Daryl. Uh, <laughs> I used to watch these I used to watch these super robot shows in on TV in spanish and uh, i i have loved them i've i've I've, been, I've loved them ever since and uh now i'm i'm, I'm finding this whole new freaking just bunch of games about all these giant robots fighting it out and uh i'm, I'm in love i'm in love with the super robot so what is the car voltron called the car what what you know the car version of voltron you know where they all uh, get together and they form voltron 
Yeah, I know. I, I, did they make a car? Yes, they, I used to watch it as a kid. There's there's two versions. There's Go Lions, which is Voltron Force in English, but in mm. Japan it was Go Lions. And then there was a different version made where they had all these cars that was called the Voltron Force or whatever, just Voltron. And uh, they'd mm. have like like these Jeeps, these cars, and, and like a jet and everything all get together and then form a big robot. You need to look that up, man. Just look up car version or uh, vehicle version of Voltron. Now, let, me t- let me say something about Voltron. Defender of the universe. Yeah, no, I, I'm he won't leave I'm his not, fucking planet. I'm not a fan of Voltron because to me that was that was some Johnny come lately bullshit American bullshit. I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all about that Japanese OG shit. Because, Go Lions. Know, I'm, I'm edgy and shit like that. But <laughs> no, I was not a fan of Voltron. To be honest with you, uh, and I and I have seen Transor Z. Transor Z is Mazinger Z translated to English, and it was just it was just trash. Go if you're gonna watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it subtitled in, in English. Uh, uh, avo- avoid Trans or Z. They, they they cut it all up. They took out all the uh, naughty bits, and uh, it's slightly naughty. Uh, but it, it's you, you, it, it, it would it would pass the Daryl test. Oh jeez, gotcha for us, but not pass the Daryl test. <laughs> Now, well, uh, but anyway, there's a couple of points. I, I, I take notes when you guys talk. I take notes because there's some bullshit I want to say, and, and there's a couple of points I want to make. Uh, as far as the um, the raising of the price of the um, uh, PS Plus, guys, come on. The games have been sixty bucks for how long? And just now they're raising them to seventy bucks. Just mm-hmm. now, it, it, the freaking this this inflation is rampant worldwide. Mm-hmm. Come on, the, you got the writing was on the wall. The the price is going to go up. Hey, a lot right? of fans. Just, only girls went up from three dollars to five. Man, come on. Oh man. <laughs> well, then you can handle the the the, the little bump on the uh, PSN. Quit freaking out. Just pay the goddamn Here, money and just here's my here's my counter to that. I I acknowledge the fact that the PSN plus basic level the the essential yeah yeah was fifty dollars for a long time and then finally around the ps4 era i think is when it went up to 60 right, well no on ps3 it was free ps4 is when they started charging for it and, and uh, i i'm someone yeah the the base level was free on ps3 and then in 2011 or 12 ish they did the um <clears throat> instant game collection so if you subscribe to their service you could get 18 free games and and it just cycled in and out they started the whole free game stuff and then but it was i think matt was right it was like 50 bucks then and then when ps4 came out they went up to 60 dollars and included all their online services and everything the same so yeah premium subscription started in june 2010 so that was ps3 era Mm -hmm. so you had the free version and then you had the paid version that was 50 dollars and then the PS4 came around, and then that uh, sometime in that era is when it went up to sixty. It's been sixty since then, and is now finally going up. I get it. Not not com- not complaining that they had to raise the price. I'm complaining that they raised the price twenty dollars over the initial thing. I- I'd argue five ten dollars makes it worth it. Twenty to me was right out the window. All right now. Um- PS3 free to play online. 
all the way from the beginning to the end to this day you can still you can still play online for free with ps3 now you to play online with ps4 and ps5 of course you gotta you gotta shell out the bucks but guy it's coming and you know what they were nice enough to give us some warning if you are so anti when you pay that buy 10 years worth of goddamn psn right now (laughs) and uh yeah you, you you can avoid the you can avoid the price quit bitching shut up i i put my money where my mouth is i said no not willing to pay for that price hike i'll wait till it goes on sale and i'll make my adjustments there there, there, there's there's lots of there's lots of ways around you ever heard of cd keys you guys remember uh Mm -hmm. use cd keys they always they always get Uh, green man gaming is the only one i go for any sort of keys outside of outside of primary i don't trust cd keys i don't trust g2g or i'm sorry g2a yep g2a too too many g2a is very skeevy on what they do all right so you know what to do you make it you make a psn account you make your hometown turkey you can get the shit for 12 bucks dude uh, gareth is wrecking the friggin' market in turkey right now (laughs) that dude posts in this little group we have all the time he's like man i spent four bucks and i got every brand new game that just came out He's ridiculous with that. There you go. So there, there, there's your workaround. There's your. So, uh, there's I want to chime in on that one too, um, because I did. I woke up to that news today. I don't know when they announced it or when that happened, but I saw Thomas post something, and then I saw some of the other groups that I'm in. Everybody's exploding that the price went up, and I didn't see the writing on the wall, with the exception of the fact that literally every single streaming service has gone up in the past couple months. Like, um, like Peacock just went up. Um, Spotify just emailed me. They went up. Like, I'm talking like within days of each other. Um, HBO Max just went up again. Now, granted, my HBO Max is bundled into my internet, but still, like, they've gone up. So, uh, Disney just went up. Netflix went up. I mean, like, everybody, they're just freaking, they're all, inflation is wrecking everybody. Now, on my side of things, inflation has completely destroyed my livelihood because it is just destroy the market that I work in. So like I'm seeing it. And you know, when I go to the grocery store, uncle Sam's bending me over whenever, uh, oh and all the other uncles that are a part of this whole, these shenanigans, um, <clears throat> you know, and I look at it, I'm like, Oh, PS plus is going up. Yeah. It, it, it sucks. Um, I do tend to just pay out the outright. Like that's not one of those areas that I've in, you know, finagled or whatever i pay the yearly premium subscription i've been a day one premium adopter um for playstation but i get so much value out of it and this is one of those areas where it's like ah, 20 bucks a year or 20 bucks a month or whatever the freak it ends up being i'm gonna keep paying for this one because not only do i use it but my boys use it and we use it in such a way that allows us to reap the benefits so for me i do premium and i play on a non-primary console okay as long as i'm logged in i can use all the benefits of premium uh my son he his ps5 is our as our primary console so he gets all the benefits of premium my other son you his primary is the ps4 pro he gets all the benefits of my premium because that's the my primary ps4 so Three of us are able to reap the benefits, and the only thing that you have to do that's even slightly annoying is whenever you want to download a, new, a game, you got to log in as me, download the game, log back out, 
every now and again, I get a little slap, you know, where it's like, oh, you've logged into too many consoles. It's going to take 30 minutes before we allow you to log back into yours. And for that, I just go, fine, I'll play PS3. Oh, there you go. So it's a little frustrating. Um, but I am also one of those people that just like both, I agree with both of you 100%. I am going to vote with my wallet. And when I don't use a subscription service, I turn it off. Um, and if you're not reaping the benefits of Plus, get rid of it. Um, if they, you don't like the price, get rid of it. Because the only thing that's going to change anyone's minds is when people start giving them the almighty dollar. Um, but also with, with uh, Will, I 100% utilize every aspect of PlayStation Plus. So from the PS3 to the Vita, I get both of them online there for free. And I'm on them all the time. I'm on the PS3 right now. Like I literally got two monitors beside each other making out. And one of them's got PS3 on it. So the only thing I'll add to this is I, that was me speaking on the base level. The fact that they're also raising the price on the mid and top tier level a yearish, maybe less from when it was first introduced is a little concerning to me. Just the fact that it to me that speaks to either they underpriced it to try to gain part of that market share and are now adjusting or is inflation coming into factor now that they have to adjust for that the statement we got on it was just well you know to continue bringing the high quality games that needed it's all corporate speak to me yep. but the idea is it's not it's barely even a year since when this came out and they're already increasing the price by as much as they are so that's the concerning <laughs> fact i'll bring into this what, what about those xbox sons of bitches what are they doing uh, <laughs> they raised their prices after they gave you the worst game of their first party agreed. Line. Yeah. but they have also had that at 15 dollars for multiple years so i put that in the same bucket as ps plus essential it's been that price for so long it was due for increase and they raised it what's two dollars times 12 24 24 24 so they raised it more than what ps plus did and again i'm voting with my wallet and i'm heavily considering removing that service for my life too i did i I, you know i just wish mr worldwide jimmy how's it go oh the franchise mr Mr. franchise worldwide jimmy ryan shut the fuck up you whiny he who makes us whole that's his give give me your fucking money you know you want it (laughs) world worldwide nickel and diamond that was really good ryan (laughs) that was really good when you wrote that i was like my man's got some titles he he wears a lot of hats that jimmy ryan let me see what else i got in my notes matt uh matt matt are you wearing pajama pants am i wearing pajama pants yes i am okay Okay, that, we, can, we can scratch that off the list. He almost wasn't wearing pants, <laughs> but I said we were using video. So he's like, okay. And uh, oh, oh, also, fashionable plaid. He said, AC, it from here on forward, and I learned this in the chat, AC is no longer known as Assassin's Creed. It is now Armored Core. Thank you, Kalai. All uh, should ever be. Also, <laughs> and on the same note, PSP is no longer PlayStation Portable. It's now PlayStation Portal. So, oh, I'm so excited about that, guys! Y'all, have <laughs> you're excited about spending two hundred dollars for a Wi-Fi only system, and then another yes. two hundred to be able to wirelessly connect earphones to it? <laughs> yes, yes, like mega yes, like I am the <sighs> use case for this, and it is so frustrating. Like, you guys don't know what it's like to be married to somebody who not only <laughs> does not game but also hogs up the TV. You don't know what it's like being married to yes, somebody. Yes, I do. <laughs> Your Dude, husband you, plays you, you, you games. Games for twenty minutes, talk about playing games together. 
Right, except that during the weekday, he doesn't want to play games. So we have to watch TV. So I have I have to play on my uh, Switch, on oh, my right. Steam Deck. Right. Yep, yep. But here's, here's, the conversa- here's how the conversation goes in Daryl's house. No, you see, honey, I need to spend $400. Yes. So that way I could play the game. You could watch whatever TV show you want, yes, you and you don't have to hear my games. So trust 100%. me, the $400 is an investment. Wait, wait, wait. 400 What? Does it need to be two of them now? Well, 200 because you need 200 for the uh-oh. system and then 200 for the proprietary wireless earbuds that, uh, you know, Daryl wouldn't dream <laughs> of just using dirty corded headphones to plug into it. Dude, those specific earbuds, not only are they proprietary, do they use the PlayStation link, but they will also sync up to your phone. So you can be listening to your game in one and some jabroni calling you in the other. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got some more notes here. Hold on a minute. Uh, oh, we're, shit. Where'd he go? Again. Where'd he go? Well, Tommy, come back. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, I'm out. Got questions next, for you, Tommy. The next question was for you. All right. Uh, oh, here it is. Should I take my shirt off and oil my chest since this is episode 300? Yes. Dear yes. God, yes. Please. <laughs> Sooner the better. <laughs> you don't do it. You're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. That was a joke. Uh, <laughs> well, now I'm just disappointed. Common theme in the Grinelli house. Now, you, just know, now, you, know. now you know what it's like being married. Uh, what do you think that emergency was earlier? Oh, but speaking of being married, let me go back to that. Wait, let me put, put a pin in that one for a second, Will, because yeah, yeah. you don't know what it's like being married to somebody <laughs> who barely tolerates your game. Like barely, like my wife leaves the room, and I immediately am made f- to feel ashamed and guilty that I am doing this instead of her. <laughs> hold on, hang, hold on, that now. Hang, hanging out with her. <laughs> Wait, there's a way to get around that. Raising? What? Yeah. Put a baby in her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did that a few times. You know what that meant? There's just more people to make me feel guilty for trying to play freaking video games. I feel, uh, I, I, I don't know if I want to say this because my girlfriend may or may not listen to the cast later, but uh, yeah, no, I, I made feel guilty for my uh, eccentric tastes in video games, but we talked about that last couple weeks ago. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, you, so the thing is this, is like, I don't have a partner that likes to stream and play video games like some of you. I don't have a partner that likes to play co-op video games or even have video games on while that person isn't watching trash reality TV. As a matter of fact, that same person will even then, after taking the television, turning on the most raunchiest garbage reality TV trash you can find where people are regurgitating each other's mouths for, for a love challenge, and then playing on her phone and quote unquote researching medical stuff will then look at me and go, I'm bored and you're ignoring me because I'm playing games. <laughs> Want to so do this, swap for a week? I don't know. What to do. <laughs> so this device is specifically designed for me because when my wife saw the, the video, the IGN video on there that I was watching, She's like, dang, babe, that'd be perfect for you. Because then you can play your PlayStation in the bed beside me as I hold you down and suck the life out of you, but not the way you want. But, like, you can do that now. I don't understand what the difference between why you can't, you, you can do that now and what this device is going to give you. Okay. Well, have you ever 
try to remote play through your phone on a Kishi or a Backbone. Yes, because the PlayStation Network is fucking garbage when it comes to streaming. And they're putting out a device Mm -hmm. that they're going to stream. Have you ever gotten a phone call while you're doing that? Or a text message? Or has your podcast group ever decided to talk about wireless and non-wireless keyboards and mice for four hours of the day? When you're in the middle of trying to stream a video game to your phone. Ding, 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 ding. The minute that notification comes through, guess what no longer is working? Thumbs up, Will. Thumbs is, up. Is, is this backwards on your screen? Or is yes, yes, it says oh, man, Peck I, B Will I. I, 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 made, I made it backwards just so it. No. All right. I got to go back. Yes, you got to go. We get it. Okay. Um, But like, what about your iPad or your. Again, once notifications come through, you can disrupt your gaming. Playing on an iPad is fine, except for the fact that I have to have somewhere to position the iPad, and then I have to sync up the controller to the iPad. Okay? Not a terrible way of doing things, but also not the most convenient, because I'm still worried about two devices. When I take a PS4 controller, sync it to my iPad, lay in the bed, I got to have somewhere for the iPad. If the dog gets up there or the wife wants some loving, blah, 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 I'm no longer moving one device it's two also the same thing happens with the notifications it's annoying um i you know i'm just really disappointed in this device i understand that you're excited and i understand that it is for you but i want them to come out with something where you can natively download to that system i think it would have been so much better i think you're going to be a little bit more disappointed in that device than you think because you go on vacation that device ain't going to work. Correct. But I don't bring my PS5 on vacation either. Like, that's so, the point. So like, here's the thing. Sorry to jump about- in. Hold on. Sorry to jump in. The fact is, the system, I think, is being designed that it will work in that if you're on a different Wi-Fi network mm-hmm. and you have your PS5 at home, you'll be able to play that way. I'm not going to say it's going to play very well, especially if you're like a hotel situation. Or in the mountains, as we tend but to go a few times a year. then... Daryl has his PS Vitas that he can Correct. use to to absolutely play games. Uh, Kalai, you and I have our Steam decks that we could use to play whatever games. It has a market. I just think it's overpriced for the fact that you can't stream games from the cloud. If it yes. was able yeah. to do that, I'd immediately say, yep, okay, worth it. But the fact that you have to have your PS5, and let's say you're out and about, you're at a different Wi-Fi area and your home loses power yeah. and your PS5 shuts off, you're SOL. So there's a couple things to unpack there. A, to answer your question, yes, you cannot stream to the device directly yet. But PlayStation has announced that they have invested in their, their tech and they are setting up their data centers because they are going to move into that market a little more aggressively. God only knows when that'll happen and what it'll actually function like. But that is, again, not the way I like to play because I can do that with Game Pass and I have done that with Game Pass. And it's still, when you're streaming directly from the cloud to the device, it does have lag. I use this intended setup in this house all the time and it works and it works well. And I put it to the test after Kali poo-pooed on it recently and i have played multiple games as a matter of fact i even have a note to myself in my phone that says games i played (laughs) streaming 
specifically so that I can on the show say, hey, no, you know what? I played this and it worked great. And again, See, and I would I want to do that, but I cannot figure out what I'm doing wrong. I can't tell you either because I technically mimicked my home network off of your suggestions. The difference, I got AT&T yeah. fiber. I might not even have as good a fiber as you because mine's only one gig. Um, and I have a Orbi hash, uh, mesh network with one of the little um, portals in my bedroom. So nothing is hardwired in this house anymore. When I got my floors done back in April, everything switched sides of the house. And the the behind that recliner that you see in this picture, that's where the uh, that's where the internet comes in. It goes to a device that's under a end table over there, and everything is now Wi-Fi in this house, and it works. And again, I am 1,200 and 1,500 square feet away from this particular space into my bedroom. And it used to be, you guys remember, if you go back to some of the old Loot Bros episodes, one of the episodes is titled Walmart Internet because my internet was so bad that I couldn't, yep. I couldn't even record with the video on. Now, everything in this house has been converted over and it works perfectly fine since I've upgraded my network and all that stuff. All that being said, this is a $200 device, okay? This particular device is the same price as the Elite controllers or in the ballpark of $20, right, when they, when they were released. It is technically cheaper than a lot of the SCUF controllers, okay? This particular device will have the full capabilities of a dual sense. So your haptic feedbacks, your triggers, all that good stuff. Your drift. In your drift. <laughs> well, that's going to happen. It's, we're not, I mean, we're not even, it's not even funny anymore. Definitely going to happen. Um, but also, this giant freaking screen in the middle of it. So, I mean, if you were to go buy a tablet or go buy a second phone or go buy a device specifically to then buy a, you know, to pair with a controller that you would also have to buy, this is cheaper. And it is a dedicated device to do exactly what I need. And I can't freaking wait. Like, I literally can't see anything. Like, again, I mean, I would want a new Vita. No one wants a new Vita more than me. I want a new Vita so bad, I keep buying old Vitas. I keep buying more of them. Because, like, I want... No one wants a PSP 3 or 2 or Vita 2 or whatever like I do. But in the same respect, this meets a specific need that I have. And I cannot wait to to get my hands on it yeah I, I i i want i can't wait to hear your impressions because my biggest thing is is that i don't need that device i just want to be able to do that to my ipad and uh, you know i'm afraid if i spent 200 dollars on a device like that and it doesn't work i'm gonna be freaking pissed yeah that's gonna be freaking awesome i'm gonna lay in bed <clears throat> or in my recliner my beside my bed you know when she <laughs> goes to sleep and i'm going to freaking stream my ps5 to my bedroom. You guys be still talking about the PSP? Yeah, the PS Portal. Yeah, the portal to my heart. <laughs> you know, that's just the longest sidetrack we've had just to get to. Daryl, what have you been playing? I've been playing Resident Evil 4 Remake, and it is freaking amazing. If you haven't played it, do yourself a favor and play that game. It is so incredibly good. I... Just, I mean, I just, go ahead. What you got? Uh, the, how much did you pay for it? Oh, uh, I bought it brand new, but I mean, I bought it brand new digital too. I didn't even buy it physical yet. What? So, okay. 
A lot happened in my life around the time that game came out. All right. So A, the mortgage industry took a dive and I switched businesses. So I went from working with my family's mortgage brokerage into an, for, I went to go to work directly for a lender. Uh, so in doing that, I, when you swap from a one lending place to another, you can't take your book of business with you. Now, my book of business was pretty crummy anyways, because everyone's getting freaked out because the rates are going up, inflation's out of control, yada, yada. So it was a good jumping off point. That game came out right about the time I was not closing loans and moving businesses. So I made the executive decision to, for the first time ever, not buy the Resident Evil Collector's Edition that was that was available. Um, not only did I not buy it, but I also had enough credit on my PSN account from using my PlayStation points with my credit card that I was able to get the game for free if I just bought it digital. So, which is also against my nature of buying Resident Evil games physical on all platforms. Because up to this point, every Resident Evil game that's ever come out, I've bought on every available version, right? I'll buy the 360 version, the PS3 version, the PS4 version, the Xbox One version, all that stuff. This is the first time I didn't do that. Um, and not only did I not do that, I didn't even buy a physical. I didn't even buy Dead Space. And Dead Space was my most anticipated game of the year. There we go. He did his back. So all of that being said, I bought the game digital and I was in the middle of a trophy competition with some listeners of the show and some good friends of ours, uh, Gareth and Rebby Rick. So the game came out in the middle of us doing this trophy competition. And if you play new games, the points you get deteriorate each, each week you get, you get what they call decay. And I was already feeling inadequate, not like I was contributing enough to the team based on my schedule. And the, I just, I mean, Will, you and I were talking right before we started recording. I barely have any time to do anything. So if I got time to game, I got to be very intentional and I got to be popping trophies. Um, so I was like, you know what? I played the first like 20, 30 minutes of the game. I just like breathed it in. I was like, man, this is freaking beautiful. I will be back. And so we go through, we go f- almost 14 weeks. We go like 12 or 13, four, I don't know, close to 14 weeks in this competition. And by then I've stacked up game after game after game. And then I got some review codes and got out some bull crap. And then of course, you know, the franchise worldwide, Jimmy Ryan, mm-hmm. he who makes us whole, started pumping out all these PSP games with trophies on PS Premium that I also thought about earlier that I paid for. And I'm like, my God, I got to get these Platinums. I got to play this stuff. Finally got to a point where I was like, all right, you know what? We're going for it. I'm 22 hours into this game now. Oh my gosh. Like, dude, almost every night this week, my wife's gone to bed and I've crept down, back down into the uh, game room because I don't have a PS portable yet. And <laughs> I'm biding my time. <laughs> and I've been playing until one, two o'clock in the morning. It is so freaking good. It controls really well. The enemies are not overly bullet sponges like in some of the other remakes. Like my biggest critique has been like Resident Evil 2 remake makes the enemies bullet sponges. It's almost not even worth shooting them. Like it's so freaking annoying how like, and then of course you got Nemesis, or not Nemesis, Mr. X. That's like, you know, a pain in my balls. Then remake three comes out dialed back on the bullet sponginess, but then it still have Nemesis and he's also freaking annoying. They remake four. I'm like, oh, now they're going to make them all bullet sponges. And the best part about playing Resident Evil 4 is friggin' doing all the crazy stuff. 
And, you know, I just was scared we're going to lose it. Well, here we go. Um, it's amazing. It's the perfect balance. It works really well. It controls well. It looks amazing. The sound design is so incredibly crisp. Like the merchant, they changed him a ton. Like he's not like four lines, you know what I'm saying? Like we got some rad things on sale, stranger. Like he's, he's a little funnier actually. He's like fun rhymes with gun for a reason, stranger. And it's just like, you know, I'll buy all sorts of things. It's just, he's awesome. It's just so freaking good. And like the areas where they change the actual game and like, all right, so I know what's behind this door. It's completely different, but it's different in a good way. It's different in a way that actually makes it better. And I did not believe they were going to do that. (laughs) I thought this is the one where they screw it up. This is the one where they take all that goodwill and they just ruin it. And man, my God, this game is so incredible. The only thing I don't like is they changed Ada Wong. Her voice and her face do not match. It is abrasive and gross, and I don't like it. Like she has, she looks more Asian, but she sounds like a. A backwoods smoker, like just somewhere in the states. What is she, Stevie? You know what I'm yeah, yeah. Like it just the face and the voice don't match. Quit stereotyping. It's, <laughs> oh, it's bad. Um, so I, I'm just whenever she talks, I'm like, Ugh. Ada or Adam? Who am I oh, talking man. to? <laughs> I, I always thought the name was funny. Ate a Wong because Ate a Wang. It's a little on the nose. It's a, a dick. <laughs> um, well, no, that week when you hear in the South, you know, we got to put a little draw and everything. So we always like, hey, you got that Ate a Wang? I'm waiting. Um, two games I'm waiting for the price to drop on, and one of them is Resident Evil 4. It just, since it dropped, since it came out, I'm like, uh, no. I'm, I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until it's like at least a twenty dollar game before I buy it. And uh, also, well, just you know, put your money where your mouth oh, is. Shut Suck up. Suck it up. I'm gonna shell out for the online service, but no. And uh, also, Street Fighter Six. I'm waiting for the price to drop on that as well. But uh, sorry to interrupt. It's just. Uh, I just had to talk about me for a second because no, you're good. And so it's, it's just, it's a great man. It's so good. And it's it, like, that was already a lengthier game. Like I would dare to say 15 hours, first playthrough on Resident Evil five of Resident Evil four, the standard version or whatever. And I've beat that game so many times and I'm playing this version and I am, I am a uh, 20 something hours and dude, it's incredible. So, like, I mean, I've probably still got if uh, if I'm tracking, if I'm even close, at least another five hours of game t- gameplay. And uh, there's a scene in there. Um, hang on, I'm sorry, I, I'm texting my wife because she decided she was going to freaking vacuum right outside my door while we're recording. <laughs> freaking jerk. Um, I can't. We but, can't hear it. Just, well, well, it's, well, it's the 300th so, episode, so 
Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Everything's episodes. gone perfectly tonight. I don't know what you all are talking Dude, about. We've, we've done a good job holding it together. No, like I've, there's monitoring in my mic in my setup, so I hear me a little bit. I hear that vacuum a lot. Like it's driving me insane. So, but anyways, with Resident Evil Four, like if I'm tracking, meant I'm thinking if like if I'm going alongside the other game, we're talking another five hours easily a game, four hours maybe. I mean, I still got both of the, um, the dudes, I can't remember their names now, but, uh, uh, Salazar's robed guy, the red guy and the black guy, you know, whatever. I still got to fight those dudes. Um, I still got to fight Salazar. I still got to fight Sadler. And, you know, so I, I've got at least four bosses ahead of me. I haven't, I mean, I still got to fight, um, uh, Krauser that whole section. So, I mean, I'm, I got a lot to go and I'm 20 some hours into it. I'm just, but I'm amazed by how it looks and how it sounds. And like, I'm just crawling through the game. And then I've already saved like almost 50 times. I was like, I'm like running to the merchant. And the cool thing is this too. They took your currency system in the game and they expanded it. And so it's like you used to in the in the original game, you would shoot down like bird's nests and do certain things. You'd find these little gems called spinals. In this game, you do like side missions and you get the spinals as like a reward. The, you can then trade these in for upgrades to your case, uh, special weapons, things like that. The gold and the pesos and all the the various treasures you find that you then can upgrade and sell those to him to upgrade your weapons and stuff. Like that's like its whole other thing. And then it's also got um, like the knife is way more powerful, and but it also has like it can break. So you're constantly getting up your income. You're like, oh man, I got to repair my knife now. Oh, I got body armor. I got to repair my body armor. And it's expensive. So it's like a money sink. So you're really wanting to upgrade your your gear, but the essential things that you use to protect yourself, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's sucking that money right out. So it's, it's really, really good. And I'll say one more thing and I'll let it go. There's a section in the game where you have to play as Ashley just like in the original and in the original it was annoying and it was stupid. And it was like, ah, this part sucks. And this part of the, in, in the remake, it's scarier. And I, I think it's more difficult, but it's not quite as crazy as Resident Evil eight, like scary scene, but it definitely puts you on your toes a little bit where it's like, oh man, you gotta, this could be a really creepy part, especially if you're playing with good headphones or good surround sound. It's, or it's really good. It's a really um, good game. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bit ashamed to say, but I've never played Resident Evil 4. I've, I've owned it on every... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it came it's out like on Skyrim. PS2, right? It was on PS2, GameCube. Yeah. Uh, it was on Xbox PS- 360, yeah. Xbox, or excuse me, PS3, PS4, yeah. PS5. It's, every, it's, it's just like Skyrim. It's been re-released. I recently I recently sold my entire PS3 uh, Resident Evil set. Because why? Because I am trying to pick them up all on PS4 mm-hmm. now. And I'm, I'm, I'm not one to... Uh, I, I'm not one to uh, you know, keep multiple versions of the same game. But I've never played like it. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I've, never played, I've never played it. And I, I am looking forward to it. I want to play it. Because I've played... One, two, three, uh, of remake. I'm playing them all, the, or excuse me, two, three, uh, and uh, all the remakes on PS4, but no, I'm, I'm waiting. Play I'm waiting. four, 
Play mm-hmm. four first, in my opinion, to really get the most out of the remake, play the original version of four. You'll have fun. It's not very scary. It's very action packed. I mean, the controls are a little wonkier because you stop and shoot. Like, so similar to Resident Evil 5. I'm sure you played that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, same control scheme. It's very similar. Play four, go through it, enjoy it because it was a 10 out of 10 for a reason. I mean, unanimously, that game has been praised for being one of the best games in its you know, just it revolutionized the over the shoulder third person gaming and then we because like if you listen to cliffy b we got gears because of resident Evil 4 he was like he was so moved by that game and so inspired he you know made gears of war the way he did so play four before you do the remake and then you'll really appreciate all the things that that the remake does I'll, I'll I'll get there. Not not today, not this week, but yeah, I'm gonna get there. All right, you guys want to move into the community section of the show because <laughs> we did a real good job to not have Joe here tonight. Hour and forty five minutes. We did. <laughs> so, Will, you'll you'll do all right with us. <laughs> Which Kali actually, I got to give it a Kali had a nice little little section of the show where she really brought it, and I I, I appreciate that. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes Kali is just like, oh, I'll just be quiet tonight. Not tonight. Kali took off her PC Master Race uh, jacket for whatever reason. Look what up to to rep my man Todd Howard. That's right. That's right. All right, here we go. So let's jump into the community section of the show. I will bring up our leaderboards. Kali's got the backlog beat down. Over, I on- have it up already. If you'd like me to start while you bring it up, uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Beard Rick is number one at 149 points, followed by I'm Styling on You Bro at 136. JT is at 86, followed by Gareth Davis at 75. Diago is at 71. Alexander is at 59. Daryl's at 57. You're closing in on him. I Yield to No One is at 55. He's closing in on you. Sadik is at 49. Trying Casual Games is at 45. Matthew is at 42. Mark is at 38. CJ is at 34. Jared is at 30. Departed is at 28. I'm at 26, so I'm closing in on Departed. James the Nerd's at 21. Dino Killer's at 21. No, the Builder's at 14. Uh, Zach is at 13. 42J is at 11. Jim's doing pretty good this year. There you go. Spider Packs is at 5. Sid is at 3. And Haley Pickles at 2. Nice, nice, nice. Heading over to the Loot Bros Podcast leaderboard over on TrueTrophies.com. We have Gaz Davis 11 in first place with 48. Detective Zip with 44. Never heard that name before. So glad to have you on the Loot Bros leaderboards. Might be a name change. Might be a brand new person. Who knows? Third place is Red Beer Rig with 35 trophies. Fourth place is Big Bernardo with 19 trophies. And then in the fifth place is Mr. TMNT84 with 18 trophies. He's actually tied with Mr. Matt spelled backwards for 18. They pushed me out of the top five, guys. I was number seven, which, I mean, I've been playing one game for 20-something hours. So, I mean, there ain't too many trophies I'm going to get that way. And then in on the Xbox leaderboard, first place is Sadik with 365 achievement points. Uh, second place is Dunt Liquor. With 210, he's playing some Sea of Thieves. 
Third place is GDI Master Race with 100 playing Exoprimal. He's been on Exoprimal for a while, and that's one that I really wanted to pick up but didn't want to show up the money because I've been trying to do this budget thing I was talking about earlier. So if I'm not going to buy Collector's Edition of Resident Evil, i got to be very careful of all the new games I buy. So I haven't picked up that one yet, but I really want it. Uh, fourth place is the Bearded Nerd, our number one community member with 90 achievement points, also playing Sea of Thieves. Hmm, maybe Bearded Nerd and Dump Liquor are playing together. And then uh, in fifth place is the Alpha Seagull with 20 achievement points, playing some Starfield. So we have one person on the Xbox leaderboard playing Starfield. That's 17 people on our leaderboard. So if the ratio is applied from the Loot Bros podcast custom leaderboard, if we just use this simple math equation, one out of every 17 Xbox gamers bought Starfield. Starfield isn't isn't it basically just like a, a, a Skyrim Fallout in space? space? Yeah, okay. That's what they say. Yeah, I don't. If it ain't broken. I'll fix it. I don't like to support the fact that hey, if you spend thirty dollars, you can play it earlier. Yeah, that's a that's real, the other thing. Yeah, and then they're not the first per- people to do that, so I'm not going to knock them for giving it right. a shot. But man, that's one of those gaming trends that i'm just like come on guys like can we not do the worst things possible it's like here is a game that you can get on our subscription service but if you pay us 30 extra dollars by the premium version you actually get the game early daryl these are the same cocksuckers who started the horse armor which started all the evil i mean they did Here is a corporation trying money grubbing corporation trying to get every last dollar. Of course, they're gonna they're gonna pull bullshit like that. If only they had a real gamer at the helm holding the controller, saying, "You will find that I am no. kind." No, no, please rewind. It, it's a boy. It's 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 and a I nickel and dime. Dang, we're a rap group over here. Luke Rose, a rap group. All right, guys, we're going to jump into the community questions, and this is going to tie into this week's official topic. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of combine the two. It's a Voltron of sorts, since we were talking about robots earlier, and clearly Voltron's the best of the bunch we talked about. What was that? What was that trans robot you were talking about earlier? Oh, my God, trans robot. I support this trans robot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyways, we're going to combine the two. So this week's official topic and the, the community questions, we're going to, we're going to put it all together. So this is episode 300. Okay. You guys have gotten pure gold tonight. We talked about games. We talked about subscriptions. We talked about Jimmy Ryan. I mean, what more could you possibly want from a podcast? Uh, And our number one community member, though he is not with us tonight, Physically, he's with us in spirit, uh, is the Bearded Nerd, Zach. He pitched the idea that we do a retrospective on the life of the Loot Bros. Um, And we've done something similar in the past before, but having so many different faces coming in and out. uh, I was like, yeah, we'll we'll do that. That's a a cool enough idea, and it's timely enough. So uh, me being the OG, the the founding member of uh, of the Loot Bros., I'm formally resigning right here in front of you. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, the night's still young. Who knows? I'm like, Clyde, what do you want to rename the show? <laughs> Quick hurry, real fast. Where he changes his mind. Uh, 
Game stuff. No. She's <laughs> <laughs> got it written down. Already. There you go. Out of the ashes rises the game stuff phoenix. So, guys, we're going to talk about some some stuff. We're going to we're going to tie it all in with the community questions. So, but I wanted to say first off, thanks for everyone who's been listening for all these years. We started the podcast somewhere around the end of 2015, 2016, something like that. And we started with a group of guys that I traveled and played music with. Uh, And the idea behind the Loot Bros podcast was uh, four dudes who traveled and played music together. We just stick a microphone in the room and all the foolishness that comes out of our mouths that makes each other laugh. We will record it and we'll give it to the Internet and see what happens. And so me and my buddies sat together in a room with a with a PA mixer from our band's gear and a couple of uh, SM58 microphones. Didn't even use any condensers at the time. And we did our first couple shows. And in the room together, having conversation. Now, I know some of you OGs like like uh, Jared and uh, JT, y'all are going to be like, oh, God, you know, we've heard this before. But some of these, when we got in the room together, we didn't we didn't realize that, like, we were funny, like without a microphone. We laughed a lot. And our time spent together was really great. You put a microphone in the room and it got weird. Everybody's like, oh, well, what do we do? You know? So it took a little while. We posted an episode or three on SoundCloud, something like that. And uh, Tricky Mick listened to a podcast where I mentioned getting the platinum trophy in Hannah, Montana. And he reached out to us and says, hey, do you want to sign away your souls to ProvingGamer.com? And we're like, absolutely. (laughs) This sounds like a great idea. We did 77 episodes of the Remember the Loot podcast. Which, by the way, I just want to interject because I was back from the Remember the Loot. Your concept was what happens when a band fails? They start a podcast. (laughs) And you can't tell... 10 years trying to make it in the music business and you fail. Can't tell that story without talking about that. That's right. You start a video game podcast. So, and that was kind of our little tagline. It was like, what, what, who are we? What do we do? We're a bunch of uh, nerds that, that when we traveled with our band, we played video games. That was our thing. I had a suitcase. I would put some clothes down, an Xbox 360, some clothes down, and a monitor. And that was my suitcase. So, everywhere we went, we could play wrestling, we could play Gears of War, and I could play Resident Evil. And then whenever we were in the green room and stuff, myself and the vocalist, we had our PSPs. And we would pass our little UMDs back and forth, and we would play video games. So anytime we weren't actually playing music, we were playing video games. So once we quit playing music, because we all decided it was a good idea to get married and have kids, which, by the way, if you're in a band, that is the... It's a good idea in general, but by the way, you're going to stop playing music like you used to. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) Um, So we decided, hey, we're all going to reproduce and all these crazy things. And that limited our time on the road. So then we started just talking junk, all the things we said on the road together and all the things that we did in the hotels and the the green rooms together. We're like, what if we just put a microphone in front of us and then recorded it and put that out there into the Internet? Here we are. All these years later, we left Proven Gamer after episode 77 and rebranded as the Loot Bros Podcast. And for those of you guys who are newer and don't know, the loot in Remember the Loot 
came from our band. Our band was called Ninja Loot. It was a terrible name. We all hated it. Uh, it was something dumb that I said one time, and it stuck. It became a band name because I didn't have enough willpower to say, you shouldn't do this. This is stupid. Also, I wasn't smart enough to come up with anything better. So we named our band Ninja Loot. We regretted it for six and a half years, seven years, however long. Well, actually, we were still technically together, so we still regret it. So 20 years later, we still hate it. <laughs> and then we decided, oh, what what are we going to name our podcast? <laughs> Remember the loot. And the joke was, loot is another word for booty. Booty is another word for butt. So at the end of the day, we're remembering our butts. That's kind of how our minds work, in case you guys were wondering. Okay. <laughs> so here we are, all these years later. Now, we did take a year or so off in the mix of it all. We've rebranded. We've had hosts come and go. But the at the core of the Loot Rose podcast, it's always been me and my friends. And we cycled them in and out. And so basically, if you're on the show, you're considered a friend. If you're off the show, we're no longer friends. It's simple math. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez. Uh, but the That's idea. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> CJ, <laughs> Frosty. Tanner, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a body count uh, with this podcast, but the idea is this, as long as I got friends and as long as I got games, we're going to talk about it when we're going to come together. And I wanted to provide a place where we could come together and laugh and cut up and have a good time. Uh, and I remember a conversation that I had with Gareth at top of leaderboards, Gaz Davis. He said, Hey, something along the lines of, I don't really have a lot of friends that I associate with that game. So he started writing into our podcast. He found us somewhere on a, like OnlyFans or Grinder or something. I don't know. <laughs> Where, wherever kids find podcasts these days. And <laughs> sorry. Sorry, go. I don't know. You guys. Um, so he found us uh, somewhere. a lot of time on that Grinder, huh? <laughs> I mean, we we got to make our money somehow. And so, um, he wrote into the podcast and I remember him and other people like him writing in saying like, I don't really have people in real life that I associate with that do gaming and do this stuff. So I'm going to talk with you nerds. And that's kind of always been the through line through the show. So even though we started as a band of musicians that really sucked at our craft and clearly couldn't make it in the industry. So we were forced to do nothing else but talk about video games and make fart jokes. Here we are all these years later some of us were musicians that didn't make it in the industry that have reduced ourselves to just talking about video games and making fart jokes. Others are, I consider friends. So that is the foundation of the loot bros. And that is what the loot bros will be until I die. Or you find somebody better. And we got some inception going on here. Will is oh, taking no, I just thought of a meme. Um, <laughs> The best head of hair on the Loot Bros podcast. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Kali, I'm sorry. You don't need to, You're not included. Uh, it's a choice. I'm kidding. It's not a choice. <laughs> so uh, who, who's, who's ripping? Uh, Matt, are you ripping the questions first? I got Discord. All right. Rock out with our first question. So first one comes from Macho Man. Community question for tonight's show. The question is for everyone on tonight, as was evident by his saying for community question for tonight's show. So what game have you started but never beat and you know for sure you will not go back? Mm, Majora's Mask. Okay. 
It's like half half of the games I own. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a very fair question, Macho. So, so T did you send Majora's Mask? Is it because it's not a Zelda game? Well, it is a timed Zelda game, and I don't do well with a timer. That's like you know, and the wife's like, "Hey, you got twenty minutes." I'm like, "I need more than twenty minutes on you to do my business." Oh Jesus! <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make all these guys feel bad. Twenty minutes, dude. That's like a that's like a six months worth of time. <laughs> That's like an anniversary or something. <laughs> 20 minutes. Yo, I legit know a guy who, like, a, his wife would only have sex with him on his anniversary and his birthday. Dude, I worked That's with a guy sad. like that. I worked with this dude. I'm not going to name his name because he might be listening to the show right now. But if you're listening, you know who you are. He, he, he would come into work and he would be like, Ooh, I'm going to get some nookie tonight. I'm like, first off. The only people they call Nookie is Limp Bizkit. Second off, I was like, what's the occasion? And he's like, it's my birthday. And she always gives it to me on my birthday. That's like like the stripper that gives you that free lap dance because she knows it's your birthday. And you've been, you spent like 15 grand on her the whole year. (laughs) I didn't spend 15 grand on my wife and we've been together 21 years. Who does that? Uh, for me, I'm gonna have to say, uh, probably Xenogears. It's a PS1 game. It's a giant robots game, and uh, it's an RPG, but four disc and too much dialogue. Well, you know, I, 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 uh, when I was playing it the first time around, I had a, I had a guidebook and I was playing along, and I was going, I was going page for page. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it came a point and just stopped playing it, and I stopped playing it. I eventually sold it, and. uh, I don't know. It's kind of expensive now to to, to reattain. So uh, yeah, for me, Xeno Gears, I won't revisit it because for number one, number one, I, I don't have I don't have the guidebook anymore. I'll be freaking lost. And uh, number two is just it's just uh, I'm priced. Too out. bad the internet doesn't exist. Am I right? Well, yeah, you know, I don't have my memory card anymore, and I'm not going to start from scratch. You know, you get so far in a game. And if you got to start from, it's, it's, it's just too much. Four discs. Because, yeah, because, no. So, Xenogears, to, to answer the uh, community question for me, Xenogears is a game I will never finish. I probably, I probably got about 80% through, which is sad that I never finished it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's my answer. Nice, nice. Clyde, what about you? Majora's Mask. Dang, Majora's. It's a time Zelda game. I don't like the time. Now, could you use a game shark or a code or something to turn the timer off or make the timer infinite, or is that not a real thing? No. You don't even need to. There's there's ways of glitching the game that make the time sync completely irrelevant. Dang, he said y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what about you? Final Fantasy VII Remake. The oh, really? Some of the boss fights in that game were complete bullshit. Uh, they have a dodge mechanic, and I don't even know why, because dodging still get hit half the time. So, I, I that was the game I famously rage quit by uninstalling after I made a mistake. So, nice. never going back. I actually beat that game, so that one's a. Uh... Let I me. Mean, I beat the first one too. I, I, well, did I you beat the DLC with it too? Uh, with, integrate uh, or whatever. Yeah. I haven't touched integrate yet. Okay, it's good, man. That's what everybody says. So I've got. Several games, and I'm just going to go down to the one. And because of this one, I can't do the others. Okay. And that is Dead Rising. 
Capcom joint, all about zombies. But just like Majora's Mask, it's timed. And it drives me insane. And I played the game, excuse me, on the Xbox 360. That's one of the first games my wife ever bought me, like when we were dating. And that was one of the first $50 or $60 games. Were they $60 games on Xbox 360 or were they 50 They were 60 So that was when the first $10 price hike hit that we were making our own money and able to buy our own games. And so we go into Rhino Games off of Augusta Highway, uh, which I'm sure, Thomas, you know exactly what I'm talking about because it's GameStop now. Uh, Look at him. He's going to whip it out. So she picks that game up for me, and I was so excited, and I played it, and I really enjoyed it, and I put a ton of hours into it, but I didn't beat it. And just the timer, even if the timer is, you can bypass the timer, even if the timer doesn't really matter, it does something to me, turns on an anxiety I don't understand that I have, and it makes it unenjoyable for me. I can't do it. I can't I can't freaking do it. So uh with that being said, I never finished that game. And because I never beat that one, I I never did two or three. I did play a little bit of three on the Xbox One uh, when it first came out, just because I got the day one edition and I got that game or whatever. But that was one of those games that like I was like, man, I really want to beat the other ones. You know, That's sad really, because three was actually really good. The timing mechanic wasn't overly intrusive, and the ability, some of the things you created in that game were insane. I do remember one night uh, after the podcast, or maybe it was on the podcast, Frosty and I were going through it. Maybe he was at my house because we, back in the day, when the Loot Bros first started, we all recorded in the same room. And we went through many different versions of that. Like I turned my garage into like a sunken den at my old place and everyone came over to the house. I was in a central location for everybody. It was 15, 20 minutes driving time, no matter who was, was on the podcast. And I had a giant sectional that I bought and I had three TVs on this, you know, on one wall and we had, you know, microphones in front of us and we would all sit down, play video games together on the couch and we would uh, play games. And then we decided to start streaming for ProvenGamer.com. And even, I think, as the Loot Bros, we were streaming. But I, I, I'm, I, it gets a little fuzzy. Uh, but we were streaming for a long time. And we ended up taking, I, I ended up buying a table. We all sat at the table. We had our monitors and stuff set up. And we were doing the show that way. But we all were in one physical location. And that really did add to the comedic timing and the humor in the room. And it really did make things super fun. Uh, but I remember playing that game specifically after the podcast one night and you could put on like an Akuma helmet or something like that or a mask or whatever. And um, just all kinds of Street Fighter stuff in there, Mega Man stuff in there. And it was it was really neat, but I never finished the game. Um, but I never finished the first one either. So that freaking timer, just it got me. And back in those days, don't you remember the, the, the what was it that you guys used to make each other eat? Those nasty bean boozled jelly beans. Yes. <laughs> so Will, this is this is OG. Uh we used to get the bean boozled jelly beans. Have you ever heard of those? Uh, is this the ones that could be cherry or it could be dead fish? Yes, yes. It could be uh, it could be mint or grass or toothpaste. It could be vomit or rotten eggs, all that stuff. So yeah. we would do challenges similar to how we have the punishment episodes now. But in those days, we would make whoever eat a rotten jelly bean. And Tanner just would, 
wear out those jelly beans. They didn't phase him at all. And like he would eat the ones that were like canned dog food. And from like across the table, you could smell it as if a can of dog food opened up in your face. He's just like, <laughs> just gnawing on it. I'm like, bro, it was disgusting. But yeah, so we used to do a lot of fun stuff like that because we're all in the same room. And now it's like, we, we got to be smarter just because we're across the country from each other. So in some cases across the world. Yeah, I'm bringing all the good stories of the stuff you guys forgot. <laughs> Man, I tell you. So I was listening to some old Loot Bros episodes this week, just kind of in preparation, just trying to get my head together and like, where have we come from? Because audio quality's gotten better. The I think we have a really great group of hosts, really group of knowledgeable gamer gamers and game players. Uh, I, I, I love the cast we have now. Not knocking the cast we used to have, but like it was all jokes. And it was all BS back in the day. Now, we actually have people that play games, and we play a multitude of games. We covered the entire swath. I mean, we got perverts in the in this group. We got real... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> I take... I take... Oh, fuck you. I, I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> we got robot fans in the group. We got freaking, you know, we got Nintendo gamers, PC gamers, and we got it all. Back, back in the day when we were doing the show, it was I played everything. Josh played Call of Duty. Uh, Frosty true. dabbled. Frosty dabbled. And then Tanner played Souls games. And that was us. Like, that was the group. So, like, if you didn't follow one of those four categories, it was kind of like, well, <laughs> we're not talking about it. So, it was a, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. But listening back to it, man, it was just kind of going through some of those stories. And we did it for a while. We had like a segment, and I don't know how many of you guys have listened this far back because I know Thomas, you're new. Will, you're new. And Matt, I know you've been around for a while, but I don't know how. I don't know how far back you go. But I don't think it. I don't think he listened to the OG stuff. You're probably better we off didn't, for it. Yeah, we didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. We've only been friends for the past five years. Okay. Five, six years, I think, me well, and Matt. Sounds accurate. There you go. Well, you're probably better for not listening to it. If you want to keep the what few brain cells that you have presented to us, you might want to not go that far back. I keep a couple in reserve just in case. There you go. Uh, as one should. But so, Kali probably remembers we would do these like pre-recorded segments where we would write a script. And one of the scripts was uh, like a Mega Man character. But his name was, I can't remember if it was, it was, if it was black man or if it was alluded to that it was black man. But the whole idea was that his superpowers were doing things that were oddly stereotypical, um, but like not intentional. So like we're playing on the idea that you're alluding to something racist, but not really. But like Frosty was just a genius when it came to writing out these little scripts that are like, bro, how do you think on that level? Like, this is so funny. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to do the intros and stuff. Oh, my gosh. He would do these intros and he would have us in stitches laughing. Like, and he was like, this, this one particular one that I, that I remember, he was like, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was like, your superpower is that you take things and your name is what? And it was just this whole thing. And it was this whole production. And it was so friggin' funny. And he would come up with this stuff and we would have no idea. 
right? And we would hit record to record the segment before we get into the show. And he would have us laughing so hard that you'd be coughing and you'd be all snotty and hoarse and stuff before you even got going because you're like, I can't catch my breath because he would come up with just this, this wild, wild stuff. And man, some of those were really, really great. And some of that was like some of my favorite stuff in the Loot Bros history, just his his opening segments. And he would play on you know pop culture stuff. He would riff on social political stuff. Like he was just, if it made him laugh, like it was, it, he would just go. And that dude, again, one of the funniest human beings I've ever met in my life. Like he was just, he really had it. So definitely, if you ever do venture into the back catalog on some of that stuff, it does teeter the line of appropriate and not appropriate by 23. 2023 standards. Uh, I know, I know. You and you guys used to be, they used to be so, it was hysterical. They used to be like really no cursing, fat fart jokes. But the funniest thing was, as I, I have to tell this story. I love Go telling this story. We're driving back from PAX East, Jim and I. <laughs> and I'm driving. And I'm, since I'm driving, I'm like, honey, I want to listen to the latest episode of the podcast. Because at this point, I wasn't really working with them. But, you know, we were friends and I was listening to them. And they were talking about penises or something. And Daryl's like, yeah, I'm figuring it's safe for us to talk about penises because no women listen to our show. At which point, Frosty immediately turns to him and goes, what about Kalai? Because I was like, yeah, what about me? I'm a girl. I listen to this stuff. And he's like, no, that's all right. Because I assume that when Kalai listens to it, Jim puts his hands over her ears and creates earmuffs when we talk about penises. (laughs) (laughs) I was crying, laughing, trying to drive in Boston. Jim next to me laughing hysterically (laughs) that you're saying crap like this. What's so funny is like a lot of the time, and you guys know how it is because you've been around with me long enough to like a lot of times it just comes off. You just fly off the cuff and you you don't necessarily think back about what you said. So there's days where I'm editing the show and I'm listening to the crap that comes out of everybody's mouths and I'm just laughing, editing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like who thought that was a good idea? And then again, going back and revisiting some of these old shows, it really, it really has put into perspective the amount of laughter I've been able to share with a lot of friends because like, sure, we could be talking about the news. We could be informing you guys on what Jim Ryan is doing to your back door. You know what Phil Spencer has done to your wallet, all that stuff. But at the the end of the day, like everyone talks about that stuff. You know what they're not talking about? They're not talking about putting earmuffs on their wife when they talk about wieners on a podcast about video games. And you know what I think makes the Loot Bros podcast unique? And it differs from what I used to do on the game stuff and what I used to do with Proven Gamer. Proven Gamer, their audience or their target demographics, people that want to hear and listen to the news and their opinions. Mm-hmm. Anybody on the internet can spit an opinion. They're like assholes. Everybody's got one. It's the special group of people that when you turn in into it to listen to us that you're laughing hysterically because you know daryl decided to tell you that he only has sex missionary style through his <laughs> that makes this podcast special 
Yeah, it's that it's that kind of stuff right there that's going to keep me from being working the church. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> whenever I come back, I'm like, all right, guys, they finally excommunicated me. <laughs> do they do that? <laughs> I thought that was a Catholic thing. Okay. <laughs> they, they made exceptions for me. <laughs> uh, what do they call it on uh, John Wick? He, he is excommunicado. <laughs> Jesus. People are going to knock on the door. Hey, where's Daryl at? I heard he's working here. He is excommunicado. <laughs> so since y'all are talking about stories, might as well go on to the next thing because Diego writes in, and he said he couldn't think of a question, just wanted to shout out to every member of the Loop Bros and the guests they've had on over the years uh, for some of the best weekly content to listen to at work. From the Australian Donk to All Hail Starscream to the number one community member. It's been a pleasure tuning in every Monday to listen. Some of his favorite moments have been in order. Number one, the chocolate banana story. <laughs> number two, I'm the type of man that we memo. When me and my wife procreate, we use the slot on the boxers. <laughs> and number three, Daryl's story of telling his wife, don't make me put a baby in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of my finer moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah their moments all right. Oh, my gosh. There's been, your wife, there's, did you tell your wife you said that? Oh, man, I tell her stuff all the time. Just, I mean, just earlier, like I had the mic muted. But we're having a whole conversation, and then I lean over and I'm like you're on camera, and I, I I harass her and I say all kinds of stuff, and sometimes I'll I'll say things that I'm like mm, that could potentially even get me in trouble. She because <laughs> there's <laughs> what's funny is we have some of her friends are in our podcast group, and every now and again, really, yeah, do they, they write you out. Every now and again, I get I get, I get ratted out a little bit, so it's like <laughs> sometimes I say stuff and I'm like, how did they get into our group? How did, they, why? how did they, they infiltrate? They snuck in the back door. So, oh, well, there you go. There's the box. And why? Backwards. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> I, I don't know. But my point is, every now and again, I just sit back and I go, hmm, maybe I should, I should do better or clarify next time <laughs> what I mean by this random thing that came out of my mouth. Uh, but. Yeah, he mentioned the Australian donk and having CJ on the show for that little, I don't know, roughly a year that CJ was on was so much fun. CJ has the type of humor that I personally like when I listen to CJ talk, I do the thing that people write into our show about the things that we say. Like I used to listen to CJ's show, uh, Push to Platt, and it would make me laugh because he would throw these little, little remarks out. But like, Will, you know, when you were doing the PlayStation Clatters podcast, like you were the color commentary and Figzy was usually the straight shooter. Like he didn't really break character too much. He kind of had his lane and he stayed in it. And it was the same thing that draws me to you when I listened to your podcasting. That was the same thing that CJ had. And so we were able to get him on the show for a while. And it was so funny because adding him to the mix, then it's like Kali would branch out and then her humor would come out and that whole the JJ thing that you had going on with CJ was freaking hilarious because it tickled him to death when you would say that and he was always throwing stuff out that made me laugh so anytime we could pop back and make him laugh was just a freaking good time when was the last time uh, CJ was on the on the show 
Um, it's been a little while now, um, several months. He and I, I think, God, maybe it was December we got back, to, we got together and did kind of like a just a big game extravaganza. He, when COVID was happening, uh, he's in Australia. And so things were like mega locked down over there. And I noticed that uh, he started to get, I don't know, more and more distant during that time. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if it was a stress thing or if it was just a, a swing of life thing. Things kind of happened. But I know that, like. He's like, oi, they're watching me, Mike. <laughs> he's like, oh, these, this boy. I think, I think it might have had to do with his husband. Maybe. Maybe. But um, either way, it seemed like uh, he was he was on and he was doing a lot. And that was another thing, too. It could be burnout, too. Because uh, he was doing our podcast. He was doing. Um, some extra podcast stuff with him. He's the number one trophy hunter in Australia, and he's no slouch on Xbox either. So he's always having to play all the latest stuff that comes out. So like, he's a serious gamer. Also, he's a music professor. So like, and I know he said this on the show before. He's composed for Disney before. I don't know if he still composes for Disney, but like, he's a busy freaking dude. Really? Yeah, yeah. He said this is a long time ago. He, had t- he talked about uh. Yeah, just doing work for Disney and all that good stuff. That being said, when COVID let up and you know the Australian government quit strangling their people as bad, he started traveling a lot and he started going to. Uh, he said they had like a beach house or something like that, and he he was like, you know what, I'm going to dial back on all this content creation, this rat race I'm running, and I'll pop in from time to time and. I, Dude, I gotta be honest. It's probably it's probably a lot like getting out of prison. You probably get out and you're like, I kind of want to stay out. So, um, but yeah. So any, anytime CJ, I did send an SOS to him recently because I, I missed him. Uh, but a super funny guy. Yeah. And, did you say he deleted his social medias? Yeah, he yeah, a while back. So he and that's another thing too that all while dialing back on the podcast stuff, he started layer by layer getting rid of social media. And then yeah. he was down to just Discord, and then he's off of Discord. He's not in our leaderboards anymore, so he's a uh, he's definitely disconnected. So he's probably just out on vacation, living the, his best life. Yeah, fuck Australia, uh, fuck Australians, and their fucking toilet backwards spinning <laughs> fucking ass. Their backwards spinning toilets. <laughs> wow, that looked like Thomas in the upper right screen of mine. He's in the lower right. How did, did we change places or something? Did um, I miss something? I, I, I just assigned myself punishment. Uh, yeah. Uh, fuck us. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, all right. No, well, before you go no, into I'm the next, kidding, I'm kidding. All the Australian. Yeah. yeah. Before you go into the next part of that, Matt, I did want to give, just give a shout out to all the previous hosts we've had on the podcast because something I've tried to do, and I'm not saying I've always done a good job at it, but something I've tried to do, uh, as long as we've been running this show, is give people the freedom to come and go as they please and as they need. And it's one of those things to where I look at things that I do for fun, and I am all in, and I am all about it, and I'll spin all the plates, and I'll do everything I got to do to make things work. The minute I feel like I'm obligated to do something is when I start thinking about not doing it anymore. When I feel like I have to do something, it's not fun anymore. And so I've tried to make the podcast not that for people. I have to do it. I got to make sure it gets done because I started it. I plan on finishing it. But when it comes to you guys and the guys we've had on in the past, it's like when people do something out of obligation, they're, they, 
it's it's noticeable. They're tired. They're you know they're not into it, right? Sorry, I'm a little snotty, so I'm a wheezing a little bit too. But I wanted this to be a place where people come together, let their hair down, you know, and just say, hey, you know what? We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna cut up. And that's this should be the release. Everyone should look towards doing this each week so that it's fun and enjoyable. And if it's not fun and enjoyable, bounce, you know. And like tonight, you know, Zach made his announcement to us that he can't do this anymore. He can't swing it anymore. And I was like, hey, man, don't worry about the podcast. We got it. You handle you. You do what you got to do, whether that's a positive thing, a negative thing. If it's just the stress of life that's interceding. And like I've told you guys before. We've had to hop nights on the of the week that we record. There might come a day where I can't do it anymore, you know. And uh, so, until then, I wanted to make it as fun and as easy to come and go as possible. So, whenever somebody like Will says, oh, "Who was CJ? When was the last time he was on?" We gave him a seat at the table. He used it as long as he could, and when he couldn't do it anymore, he rode off to the sunset. And we just kept going, and hopefully, we're still fun and entertaining. So you can continue. And the only other question we had was from Stylin saying thoughts on AI moderation for PVP games to reduce toxicity. Mm, That's a slippery slope right there. Skynet has come online. Yes. (laughs) What? 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 I can't think. Yeah, I know, right? What? I can't think of a better place to start with than with Activision and Call of Duty. Let's so which I, I say that sarcastically. Like everybody knows that Call of Duty lobbies really thicken some skin, but putting an AI chat moderator and then that Microsoft Strike policy they have—I don't know if you guys have looked into that, Thomas. I think you sent me a video recently on that Microsoft. Yes. Yeah, that censorship policy they have. It's it's ridiculous. And you start letting AI do it. Now, your entire what you can and can't say is at the fingertips of someone who may hate you and everything that you Yo, legit. African Americans should just sue them and they'll make so much money because you know they can use certain words that other people can't. So um <laughs> there's a lot of money to be made in that regards, and I hope that they do that. Nay, man, it's it's wild. So yeah, I think uh, Stalin. I think that's a dangerous place to play. And now I say that, but I'm of two minds. Okay, so the idea behind AI generated chat moderation is that we take the racism out of the chat rooms, we take the bullying out of the chat rooms. Okay, so the intent behind it is good. And I know I really pushed some buttons back in the day on those Call of Duty lobbies. And I said and did some things that were very unsavory. Um, I was telling my kids some stories the other day, riding down the road, of just like, you know, things I did to make people curse at me and say things to me out of such anger and frustration. And then I would laugh at them and then continue to do the thing that made the thing happen. You mean like for a dollar more, I could have been your dad (laughs) or like, or like, Hey, have you ever, uh, you ever sucked a dick and got enough? And they're like, what? Oh, so you, you never got enough? <laughs> I'm writing that one down. That's a good one. <laughs> no, I never said this. But what I, I remember specifically one night, and I was giving Tanner and Frosty so much crap for playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 so much. Like those boys lost their lives to this game. Clearly got a jump start on... Um, 
no, I'll say a jump start. They missed the boat on getting their lives started early because of those games. And we all sat down one night. We're like, okay, let's play. I'll play with you guys. And I am absolute trash at online multiplayer games. Anything competitive, I'm terrible at it. But I'll get in there and I'll talk so much crap. Doesn't matter if I win or lose because I'm going to win because the way you will behave when I'm done, I'm the winner, even if the scoreboard <laughs> says the opposite. Go ahead, Thomas. Uh, also, one of my favorite ones for the old Call of Duty is uh, Have you ever sucked a Peter sweeter than mine? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I've never sucked no Peter. Anyway, so I get in the lobby, right? And this dude comes in there, and he's already swearing. Now, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to catch me swearing. So I get in the lobby, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, you better bring a tank. You better have a whole army, because I am ridiculous. As a matter of fact, because you're being so foul, I'm only going to kill you, and I'm going to win this game. Oh, no, no, no. Sure enough, man, I like run around the room, the thing. This dude kills me like 10 to 1, right? But every time <laughs> I kill him, I am teabagging his body and, you know, in the kill cam and all that stuff on Call of Duty, you could see that. And he's just cussing and freaking losing his mind. And round after round, I wouldn't kill anybody else. I was only killing him. And then, of course, me, Tanner, and Frosty are on the same room. So I'm like, hey, target that dude. And this dude, they would kill him. I'd run and teabag him. And he was losing his mind. And I remember specifically, we got the three TVs set up in the game room. You got uh, Frosty looking in a scope, right? He kills the guy, and then I run over, and on Frosty's screen, in, through his scope, is me squatting on this dude. <laughs> and I'm telling you, we were in stitches. We were laughing so hard, and this dude freaked out. Of course, he said he was going to bang my mom and kill me and all that good stuff, you know, all the, the, the normal standard operating procedures in a Call of Duty lobby. And I was like, you know, I, I don't even know what I said, but I know that I said enough to keep him so wound up <laughs> that he probably went home and beat his dogs. Yes. Oh. Uh, another good one that I used to use in the Call of Duty lobbies has, you ever fucked a buzzard and got all you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I uh, have ever said that either. So, But yes, all that being said, those Call of Duty lobbies are raunchy and ridiculous. And I understand the idea that you want to phase out the bullying and the bad words and all that stuff. But you, A, anything AI is dangerous. And B, it, when I have a hard time when you start infringing on speech, even speech I don't like, you know, like I have certain things that I don't like hearing. I have certain things that I don't like being said. I have things that I won't say myself. That being said, it is the the freedom that we have to express ourselves in those ways that also allow me the freedom to express myself in the ways that I do that I think are very positive. So regardless of big corporate evil, um, you know, crazy agendas being played, um, you know, free market and, you know, private business, all the BS that gets yes, tied up she. in that stuff that allows things to happen or not to happen. I think clearly what we're going to see is a lot of people are going to get dinged by this that don't necessarily believe they should be dinged by this. And I think the people that were doing the offenses to begin with will find other ways to be offensive and get bypass it altogether. So that's what you're just going to make new speak. That's all. 
Yeah, the, 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 the shit talking uh, on Call of Duty or any of these online first person shooter games, it's just part of the charm of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, if you, you can't take that away. I mean, that, that, that's a big mistake. Have you ever watched the Key and Pills episode where they're boxers and the one guy's trying to be hard and the other guy's talking about trying to have sex with him and, and all this other stuff? And then uh, he's like, I'm going to take you out to dinner and, and then I'm going to fuck you in the ass. <laughs> it's a really funny skit, but that's what I used to do when people when, when, when people would talk shit. And this before Key, uh, Key and Pills did it. I'd be on the, the Call of Duty chats and I'm like, man, you know what, man? You sound attractive, man. I want to fuck you. I, I, I bet I bet you're bottom and you love it in the back and I, I'm gonna I'm treat you nice man we're gonna go somewhere nice and I'm gonna fuck you did anyone ever say you know what that's, that's, that sounds pretty good though. yeah hey. <laughs> so the funniest key and peel this is going on a tangent the funniest key and peel episode is the gay wedding episode where Lance Reddick is like <clears throat> at what point in time do we sing it's raining men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I it's love raining. that song, dude. That's from the <laughs> Weather Girls, by the way. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. A gay wedding is the same as a straight wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so freaking funny and R.I.P. Lance Reddick. But that scene of him playing an old like grandpa trying to ask when we sing the gay songs during the gay wedding is Freaking hilarious. You guys, if you haven't seen gay it. song. That's just an amazing song. Oh, my gosh, dude. Well, not, not, not in the skit. So, anyways, I got a question for you guys. Okay, so we've read the community questions. I've talked a lot about kind of like where the show came from. We've talked about where we're going in the future and how we're going to change the format up a little bit just to make it a little lighter on the ears, a little better on time. And uh, we're going to you know poison the well of YouTube by putting our faces out there. But I'm going to go around the table. Um, we're going to start with the newest per- part of the group. Will, and then Thomas, and then Matt. We're going to end with Kalai. Um, with your experience of this particular show, is there any kind of highlight, anything you do or don't like? I mean, this is the tree of trust. You can speak freely. <laughs> I don't trust you. Anything <laughs> <laughs> I don't like? I mean, just whatever. You got any thoughts, anything at all? Yeah, there's too many girls on the show. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, I'll leave. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> She's raunchier than the rest of us. So, like, I think, well, I don't know. Until we added Thomas. Until we added Thomas. What I don't like, I'm trying to think. Or anything you do. I mean, you can say something positive. I'm just giving the opportunity you, to air you, your grievances you, you, now. You, uh, you, you're, you just you're coming out of left field here. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, anything I don't like. Hmm. You're, you, you know that guy, uh, Tricky? You ever hear yes. this guy? Tricky Mick. <laughs> we get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's some, oh my, you know, in, 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 it's good for the show. Because I'm, I'm, I'm driving another, I'm, I'm hearing this guy, I'm like, oh my God, this fucking guy right here. And uh, <laughs> it's good. It's good for the show. But my God, the guy gets under my skin and it's just uh, tricky. I, I'm sure at some point. Uh, you know, I'm, he got that name, right? No, tell me. He got that name, Tricky Mick, because like he would tell the girl he would put on the condom and then he wouldn't. Oh, gosh. Is that, is is that, this, is that do real? Do I have to like step away from the show so I can give plausible deniability to my sort of kind of not boss? Uh, I mean, 
mean, I mean, to me, it's kind of cool because, like, he's like, yeah, here it is. Like, you know, he's doing the rapper. It's like a candy bar, you know, little thing. <laughs> so you're talking about cone heads and they chew it like bubble gum. So it's like, it's yeah. like my so time gum. So it's like, sort of like Nixon, tricky dick. Uh, <laughs> no, Lord. no, I, I don't know, man. I, it, it just sounds makes, no. makes him sound cooler. So I just figured that's a cool <laughs> that's story. Cool. I mean, I would take it. I can't listen. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've texted Daryl yelling at my speak uh, at the <laughs> at the at the at the stereo in my car. And uh yeah, that guy that guy he does it he does it for me. He gets he gets, listen, he gets me nobody gives up. tricky more shit than I can when I'm on the show. And the thing I will say is despite his opinions, Tricky has built something really cool over there at Proven Gamer because now he has me. There you go. Boom. <laughs> I, I love Tricky. That is a good friend of mine. Tricky and I talk very regularly. <clears throat> we were on the phone together, actually, on the way home from the soccer game today. Uh, Trig- if it wasn't for Tricky, and that's funny because as I was going through the old episodes of the Loot Bros podcast, Tricky's name is on there so much. For someone who had never, ever, even tentatively fake joined the show before, he's on there a lot. And Tricky and I have been, lo- been friends for so friggin' long now. Um, He's a great dude. He's one of the, he's the type of guy that will literally give you the shirt off his back if you needed it. Um, he does so much behind the scenes for the people that he's associated with when it comes to and the a lot children. Of he's a great dude. Yeah, yeah, raises money for kids every year for extra life. Um, total scumbag. And I'm just kidding. He's a great dude. Um, but uh, he, his opinions and the way he presents himself can be so abrasive sometimes. And he uses yes. that like a superpower. And I love, I, it's a love hate, more love than hate when him and Joe get together. Cause all they do is fight. And it's great because Joe has some of the worst hot takes and some of the worst <laughs> opinions of anyone I've ever called a friend. Like sometimes I'm like, how, can I, how can I, I mean, and Joe and I talk regularly throughout the week too. We get on the phone. Um, Joe does a really good job of trying to make cut out time where middle of the week on a break or while he's on a drive somewhere, he'll call me and say, Hey man, how are you doing? Joe's a great dude. Um, <clears throat> but every now and again, he'll give a hot take and then I'll regret ever calling him a friend because they're so bad. <laughs> uh, Joe, I know you're listening. The attitude era was the best era of wrestling. Hands down. Period. Like, there is no conversation. It will never be greater. And we're in a very good age of wrestling. The Attitude Era was the best. Not overrated. It is, in fact, the peak. Everything else is a valley. Money-wise, yes. So, um, to, 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 uh, to expound on that, I, I, was, I was hoping Tricky would be on tonight because... Uh, after listening to him uh, off uh, on the podcast, over uh, I I, I want to butt heads with them. I really do. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I, I just I just I just I just want to get into it. I, and uh, we can make that happen. Yeah, tricky. Yeah, uh, come co- come back. D- does he have a full head of hair? Tricky, come back. No, he looks just like us. All right, let's go. Ball head with a beard. <laughs> so no, tricky's a good dude. He is the host of the. Uh, Trophy Horse Podcast. Uh, Matt is one of the co-hosts over there. They get together every Sunday night and they stream their show. So if you ever want to start poking the bear, go jump in there on Twitch. On Twitch, yeah, just coming on Twitch. I will highlight your comments. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and if you're not, if you don't have any like, um, like you have to subscribe to the channel so you don't get the stupid commercials. 
Ugh. It's Twitch, so yeah, you subscribe to remove ads. Yeah, or not. Just suffer through the ads like I do. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I like complain to tricky just, stupid ads. Just send me a message. I can snooze up to three ads per night. <laughs> there you go. Dang, there we go. So yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude overall. But bad oh. hot takes. Well, yeah, that's uh that's uh that, that, that that's uh that's about it for me. Well, that's the fun of it. Getting to argue the hot takes. <laughs> oh, I, what I love, and this is again tricky superpowers. He will stir the pot. We'll do a podcast, and he will just go, and he'll call me the next day. You know, I was just joking, right? <laughs> like, oh, I get it, I get it, I love it. And even when he, even when he's not joking, he still has a way to just push yeah, a button. Yeah, it is good. It's good. It's it's good content, and you can't argue yes. with it. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I I'm looking forward to uh, uh, meeting him. Heck yeah, he's a good dude. So, all right, Thomas, you are technically next up. So, positives, highlights, do's, don'ts. Uh, positives. Um, anytime there's a wrestling show, that's always a positive. I I love any wrestling talk. I'm a huge fan of wrestling. Uh, I have been since a child, so I cannot say I don't love the wrestling shows. And of course, when we were doing review shows of like gaming shows, you know, you know, like a gaming event that's happened, I love that. Um, the don'ts, I would say, let's see, what are the don'ts? When like, uh, I don't know, like sometimes, like I feel like we sometimes talk, like I mean, I, I take the show off course because I'm a crazy person. But just like, yes, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but other times, you know, it's just it's just knickknack stuff. Um, I wish we would take like one or two minutes just to say, hey, what movie are you currently thinking of? And what, what movie would you recommend to somebody right now? You don't have to give any content other than the movie itself. You know, it could be like Gone with the Wind or something from like the nineteen twenties or Wizard of Oz, the original one. Uh, you know, or or you know, something like that. Just a little something, a little quick. Uh, you know, because someone could be wanting to watch something they haven't seen in a while. It's like, oh man, I love that movie. Or like, Crawl. Crawl is a is a dog shit movie, but it's cool to watch because it's 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 the best of eighties horse shit. And if if no one's never seen Crawl, watch Crawl. Same thing with Highlander. I, I haven't probably seen Highlander in years. I bought the the four uh, K Blu Ray. Uh. And the thing is, I listened to the soundtrack because it's a queen, more or less queens did all the music, or queen did all the music, and uh, I sing the I sing the damn soundtrack, and I always think of um, Highlander, man. Uh, so it's just certain, you know, I don't know, I'm just a movie buff, and sometimes I wish we would talk, you know, more movie bullcrap, but it's a gaming podcast, not a is movie it, podcast. Not to interrupt you, sorry to interrupt you, I just saw that they were redoing Highlander with... Uh, Henry Cavall. Henry Cavall, uh, yeah. That, that uh, allegedly, because currently he is working on, um, uh, was it a Netflix um, 40K Warhammer? Yeah, that's uh, Amazon. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, oh, with I Amazon. Something. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, you're good. I saw something about that too. It says the director supposedly said it's still happening. So, and um, so my big takeaway, I guess, from what you're saying is I don't talk about the Zack Snyder movies enough because if, if you're telling me you need more quick movie references, well, hang on. Boom. Look at that. Look at that. Well, Watchmen, man. well, well I was going movie. to, 
I was going to lead this into the cancellation of the horror con for this year. Um, but I'll just go ahead and not not segue into that. But I'll just say, hey, there'll be no horror. Hey, 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 Matt, Matt, stop. Matt, no, stop. no, why would you Matt, do that? Not, Matt, you're such stop. a terrible human being. You are. Okay, number one. Okay, you know, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to back it up for a minute. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. I'm going to hurt feelings if I say that. For the audio only listeners, um, I just took Bat. Man vs. Superman, the ultimate edition, and I cut up Batfleck's face. You are a monster. A true monster. No, no, no. The monster's not the word. Uh, Dick. (laughs) (laughs) See, it only took Will three episodes to finally get my personality. (laughs) Awful. Dude, okay, it's just the, the, the blatant abuse of physical media. It hurts me in my heart and my soul. All right. Because yeah, that's right. You, you fucking digital fucking the imagery purchasing of Ben Affleck Batman that you have now filed. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, 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 if Daryl was here next to me, we'd be fucking locking arms. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is re- true trauma. Sorry, what were you saying, Will? Oh, God. He's doing what are you it again? doing? Dude, why? Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, you, you did the bit. The, you did the bit before, dude. No, why? Tried and true, baby. That thing will still work. And yet, and yet, Daryl's going to go out there and destroy hundreds of copies of Connect Adventures. And they deserve everything well, that's, they're that's getting. A, that, that's a different animal, dude. I, <laughs> I, you know, I, you if know, even half the chance I would shit in one of those six drawers I see behind. <laughs> you know, Matt, Matt, just don't with, with that. With that DVD, my really suggestion is make sure you don't ever crack it or anything what you do to it because you don't want to destroy it too much because you know what I learned to do with them? Back in the day, you know how we used to get those AOL discs all the time in the mail? I used to use them as coasters. So it would make a really good coaster for your desk. There you go. Oh, there's plenty of things planned for this disc. I'll be... Libros after dark coming to you. All right, Matt, you're up. Um, if it isn't blatantly obvious, I think the Zack Snyder worship could be toned down ever so slightly. <laughs> but asking that would like be me asking. To not be called Starscream. It's just not something that's going to happen. I didn't call you that today. No, you didn't. And I appreciate that. However, um, Diego uh, (laughs) decided to to add to the pile. No, listen, I appreciate being given the opportunity to jump in just as is. And the fact is, this is a whole set of circumstances that just were happenstance. My wife happened to meet Kalai one day at a. what was it? Massage envy or was it hand and stone? Hand and One stone. Hand and stone. Yeah. And funny story on how we met. Actually, I should, I should tell this guy. I don't think I've ever told this on the podcast. Go right ahead. Go right So I was, uh, the massage place that I go to, they do these like little mini spa events and like for Halloween and you can get like a facial for like a 15 minute facial, you get a 15 minute massage. It's fantastic. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. And so I paid for it and I sat down. I sat down across the 
from his wife and he she had like a doctor who purse and i was and i had like a donkey kong shirt she's like donkey kong i'm like doctor who and then we were best friends and like she's like we got to go out on the double date i gotta go home and ask my husband and she's like you know i know this little place where you can get really good beer i said oh beer i'm in so she, we went out on a, we went on a double date and that was love at first sight and that was it <laughs> so that's what brought me into the fact that Kalai's like, well, I do podcasting, and then I started listening to you guys. I started listening to Trophy Whores, and then one night she's like, hey, I can get you on the podcast. And for a while, I think I was kind of like against it. I didn't, I didn't want to feel like I was barging in on her territory. And then it was just one night I was like, all right, screw it. Let's try it. And here I am podcasting with you all regularly, having fun. You know, I know we crack jokes at each other about Zack Snyder and Transformers BS, but that's all part of the fun, and it's completely harmless. Except well, it was, know, but it's not until, <laughs> until you destroyed a gift that someone gave you. Oh yeah, it was a gift. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, you know, so I mean, honestly, the the big thing is, and I think you've already hit the nail on the head, is that for some people. A two hour and 47 minute and 32, 33, 34 <laughs> second podcast can be a little bit much to listen to. And when I was traveling to work, it was great having such a long podcast to listen to, to and from. But f- having it in smaller bites, I think, is going to make it more consumable to people in the end. And I think will ultimately do better numbers for you. So it, it keep doing what you're doing topic wise. You know, I think the some of the most fun we had was on the recent punishment episode. You know, a lot of people enjoyed the laughs that came out of that one. Okay. So, you know, more stuff like that I think will definitely be helpful in the end. And more, as to your point, evergreen topics. Things that we could talk about that are good at any point that people can listen to. And that's always been important to me. And that's why I'll, one of the pushbacks I've always had behind the scenes with other co-hosts is that like, I love it, Thomas. I, I acknowledge what you're doing and I absolutely love it. Um, <clears throat> is that having covering the news, sure, it gives you easy things to talk about. And it might be something you're really charged up about. But also covering the news means that your your episode's good for how long? You know, like I love going back and listening to old podcasts beyond, but like they're talking about, you know, <laughs> crap that's happened 10 years ago. So doing this, you know, just having conversation and trying to come up with things that, that require us to do a little bit of thinking, a little bit of research sometimes, a little bit of acting out. Um, you know, th- this is good all the time. So you throw in the loop, bros, like, oh, you know what? I might be able to go 400 episodes without ever going wet. That doesn't apply to me anymore. So, Kalai, you're up. And if you don't see this one coming, the bad is wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. We're out of time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kalai, I, I'm, uh, I'm probably one of the few uh, people on here who will agree with you now. I, I, had a, I had a wrestling phase, and I grew out of it. But uh, when, you, when you guys start talking about wrestling, I'm fucking just lost. And, uh, the only wrestling I want to do is my bedroom. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> Did anybody else's audio just turn off? No, I can't hear anything the internet. anymore. It just spiked a little bit. I, I, was, I think I, I went no. Oh no, I just went deaf. If I was using the PlayStation Portal, I would have experienced lag right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
otherwise, I, I again, I, I really think that being making somebody laugh is more entertaining than just spitting out opinions. I mean, I could tell you all day long how bad the PS portal is going to be, but nobody's going to listen to me anyways. But you know, saying that, you know, that would be a great device to turn sideways and shove up uh, your ass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? All right. Well, hey, you know what? We're landing the plane. So... <laughs> well you're good so here's the thing i'm going to close this out with this i appreciate your hate for the, the deck snyder's amazing universe matt and i appreciate your desire to put the playstation portal in your portal uh, collide <laughs> <laughs> guys i appreciate you coming on here each and every week and talking shot with me talking video games giving me a place to turn it all off and to laugh because I leave this room and I go up to bed and I'm giggling about the stuff we covered. So thank you guys for coming on. Thanks to the listeners for being with us all these years. Hopefully we'll make it another 300 episodes or the world will come to an end. And we won't have to. Good odds right there. Uh, with that being said, guys, this has been the Loot Bros Podcast. We'll catch you next week for episode 301, where we do Loot Bros Trophy and Achievement Scrabble. Thanks, guys, and we're out. Good night, everybody. Hi. Stay way. hard. Stay ready. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Animes for pervs. Oh,
Say, there is no.